Hello there, and welcome back to the SWTVC podcast, the audio home of the SWTVC crew and the ongoing push for the continued existence, expansion, and success of the heritage scale of Star Wars collecting. I'm your host, Evan Fries, or as you may know me on Instagram, at Mile High Ground, and today I am joined by my wonderful team members, John Lindquist, aka at The Vintage Concepts, and Lewis Cook, aka at Space Hut. Uh, today we will be chatting about a few things, maybe, but definitely talking about vehicles. They're on everybody's mind. They're not on store shelves. So let's figure out what we can maybe do to spread some messaging, some word about that, get some excitement going, see what's out there, and you know, also talk about some of the things that do exist on store shelves that aren't necessarily in our beloved three and three quarter inch scale. Uh, but before we jump into all that, it's been a little while since we chatted. So, you guys, how are you doing? Lewis, how are you? I know you just moved. Yeah, good. Yeah, still uh, trying to organize myself again. I think if you've anyone's seen my Instagram page, I've just just now today, well, I've got most of my TVC collection up on the wall now. I've, as I said to you just before we came on, I'm still trying to find a few that are in, they're in displays and they're in boxes. And yeah, so there's a few gaps in there, but... Yeah, it's, uh, it feels it feels like I'm sort of slightly back in the collecting world again now because it, it has felt like I've been a bit muted, put it that way. Yeah, putting things just, you know, getting it in the mail in a box and then putting it in another box. Straight in another box, yeah, exactly, yeah. Been there, been there. Uh, John, how are you? I know you just had a fun little trip. I did. Uh, I went to this place called Europe, um, oh. I guess. <laughs> Technically, England's in Europe, like as a continent, but not as a government. I don't know how it all works out. Louis, you can explain that on a. Yeah, we'll do we'll a Patreon to, we'll episode. Be individual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll be the Brexit special. <laughs> yeah. So I hit a little bit of London, hit a little bit of France. I saw some nice uh, TVC in France. Um, great store called Lulu Berlou. I'm sure that's Lulu Berlou. I don't know how you pronounce it in French with a French accent. Lulu Berlou. Um, we just lost uh, uh, yeah. the dark and all of the French Facebook group. That- <laughs> That's true. I'm sure they're, they're shopping there right now, listening to the show. I might have uh, met them there without knowing it. I don't know. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was nice to have confirmation with my own eyes that the Walmart exclusive original 96 figures do exist. I've seen them on your Instagram, Lewis. But, uh, you know, this was my first time actually seeing them. They only had one of each, but it was nice to see them. Um, and no Stormtrooper, no uh, Isdum Edian, actually. So it was just... Helder R2 and uh, the Death Star Gunner. And we all know Helder is the one you want. <laughs> Helder is the one I want. Yeah, they also had two, both mustache variants of the original Kinner one. So it was just, it was just beautiful sights yeah, all around. <laughs> did you bring any of them home or did you think, no, I've got one pre-order, I'll I, wait? I, yeah, I said, I'll, I'll leave, them, leave them to the French folk. Um, <laughs> they were about 25 euro, which about $25 each, which isn't mm-hmm. terrible for a collector shop, but it was like, you know, I'll, I'll see how Walmart delivers them. I'll give them a chance with these new thicker cards. We'll see what happens, I guess, and then I'll oh, and then I'll buy them that. from you. I'll buy your extras from you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I regret it. <laughs> I, I'm still getting them in. I still literally. I said the other day, I, I get another box turn up. I think, what have I ordered now? And I open it up, and it's like yeah. more like Imperial Gunners and R2s. And I, I just, yeah, <laughs> did, did, how many did I order? I don't have any orders. I literally, I've got stacks of them. That's what y'all need. Yeah. Uh, on another front, real quick, I'll say at Disneyland Paris, they did not have any of the new uh, beautiful droid factory droids that are now um, kind of popping in and out of availability. They showed up in Japan. They showed up in England. Uh, they, some of them showed up here at like two in the morning and sold out by the time I was awake. 
for B2 emo. And then I was too emo and I found out about that. <laughs> um, so yeah, they didn't have much Hasbro stuff uh, that I saw at the parks, but you know, it's still nice. Still looking for the R3 S6 uh, Goldie head piece from the droid factory. Just shouting that out, putting that out in the universe. If anybody has an extra that they don't want, Oh my God, I've been looking for that guy for six years. The the parts bins are closed in America now for the last two years, maybe forever. Who knows? And you've been to France and back and still not got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> insane. insane. That may have been yeah. 90% of the reason I went there, but yeah. 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 <laughs> Everybody's like, let's go to Europe, John. You're like, well, can we go stop by the droid bins? Yeah. And <laughs> if not, no, I'm going to stay home. So... Well, you know what? That does lead us nicely into, uh, you know, we talked about, you guys just mentioned some things that are coming up for U.S. collectors, hopefully, with our pre-orders from Walmart. Uh, those should be in the next couple months, I believe. Uh, fingers crossed. We'll see what Walmart does. I think uh, Thursday is the estimated ship date for the final one of the exclusive deluxe figures that they revealed in, what was that, December already? Uh, wow. So that would be the um, Navarro Cantina Stormtrooper with the uh, cannon. Correct. Yes. Cool. Which I did also see that in France for like forty dollars. So that mm. wasn't thought about it. Thought about it, and I know, yeah, Lewis. When did you get that one? I, I couldn't tell you when I got the original one. I think it was back at the beginning of May. But I've literally got a stack of them sitting here on the floor next to uh, me. So no. <laughs> if, you, if you struggle, I mean, literally down here, Thanks. I have a stack of all the deluxe figures. I, again, they were coming in. Like, I just don't know when I ordered them all. I must be ordering them in my sleep at the moment. Yeah, just, yeah. they just turn it up. <laughs> I wish, I wish my sleep self could also cancel some pre-orders. You know, because it <laughs> sucks. Uh, like, oh wow, I just had twenty figure and dance show up. Why'd I order that? So yeah. you know, um, but yeah. Yeah, so you guys mentioned uh, some of the droid stuff coming in. Uh, we stealthily got our first three and three quarter inch figure from Andor, uh, courtesy of uh, Shop Disney or the Disney Parks. Uh, they did B2 uh, EMO, B2 EMO, the EMO droid uh, that John was talking about. Popped in stock at 2 a.m. and uh, your resident night owl, me, managed to grab a couple uh, and they were gone uh, by the time I woke up the next day. Um, I say next day because we know it wasn't the morning when I woke up, so. <laughs> um anyway we, we still haven't had that one actually uh, it, it's a bit, bit weird we were sort of a few days behind with halloween droids which we got and then the obi-wan kenobi droids sort of dropped in a few days ago but that one still hasn't surfaced yet so i'm hoping it will but strange how shop disney works yeah. in the uk yeah i don't i can't figure strange out how it works, works for here too yeah yeah, yeah. it's <laughs> like there's no pattern no reason or rhyme to them other than hey halloween is roughly in this time let's release some droids around that or christmas and all that so yeah they did a uh a four pack of some of the past um halloween droids which uh, i didn't have because i haven't been collecting these these droids actively for the past few years since they've been doing them but past couple of years i've been getting more into them but it's been nice to kind of have uh, a chance to get some ones that I missed for not insane money. Uh, I did have the candy corn droid. I don't remember which one that was, uh, but I got I him. I remember the names. Yeah. I got him a few years back. Yeah. Got him for my girlfriend because she's a heathen and likes candy corn. I can't stand the stuff. <laughs> uh, so she had one of those, uh, but I never I never had one. She had an action figure. I didn't. So now I balanced, <laughs> wow. balanced the scales, balanced all the relationships. And needless <laughs> to say, now we can break up and I can still have that droid. So That's what it's all about. I got those in yesterday and I, I think I already had two of them, but I bought the pack for the extra ones. And 
I, it's quite strange that as a 46 year old man, I actually was really excited to charge them up and then turn the lights off because obviously they were yeah. going in the dark. And I was getting the kids in, look, look, they're going in the dark, they're going in the dark. And they were just kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, nice. I, I was more excited than they were. I don't know. I don't, yeah, it's it's a still, lunatic. still excites me. Still excites me. <laughs> yeah. They are That's fun. not weird, they're, man. They, they go along with some of the wacky repaints, I guess, that we've talked about before. But I think they kind of hit that sweet spot of like kind of kitschy, kind of goofy. Yeah, they glow in the dark or they look like skeletons or witches or whatever. Um, I, I do have all of them from the original releases, but I bought them again because they came. Now they come with like bat hats for the top of <laughs> two of them. So I'm Most insane. Take them off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but and the uh, the Christmas droids from I think they put those out. I don't was that I guess last Christmas. Um, yeah, yeah. The four pack of older ones, but they had scarves, so I had to buy them all again just for the scarves. But <laughs> a little frustrating, but glad to make them available for those that didn't get them the first time. You know, you mentioned the wacky repaints and the kitschy stuff. I really like, I think the droid factory stuff like from Disney is the um, absolute ideal place to do these kind of goofy things, these themed things, because then that way Hasbro's not wasting their limited precious tooling budget uh, on those mm -hmm. things for us. You know, as we've kind of seen with Black Series, they they did repaints, but they just uh, branched out this year for Halloween to do uh, some there's like a new sculpted head on Chewie to make him a were Chewbacca, were Wookiee or something. Yeah. So mm -hmm. neat. That's fun. It's fun to look at. I know Tyler actually said that he kind of liked that. And you know how he feels about Black Series. Yeah. But <laughs> I, I'm glad that we don't have to get that in lieu of another figure we'd want from Hasbro. And instead, we get these really cool droids from Disney who has shown that they have faith in and continue to put out these droids because, you know, they get to reuse a ton and anytime they make something new like B2, uh, B2 EMO, uh, those things sell out fast, man. That thing was gone. Uh, I will say that figure is fantastic. So uh, nice. probably I, I my, so, my new favorite droid. Interestingly, they've shown that they're happy enough to put out the uh, sequel stuff as well because obviously the mm -hmm. new Halloween droid, was it R7 FNG? Is that right? Yeah, he's got yeah. fangs because he's a, he's a vampire guy. So, yeah, I mean, that's obviously from Exegol, apparently. Um, yeah. So we now Fun. have a droid from Mexico. <laughs> we don't have the main villain, uh, yeah. but, but we have the droid. <laughs> yep. So, yep. Uh, yeah, some, someone can lead that Sith army anyway. Yeah. It's yeah. probably uh, some fan fiction where Ben Solo runs past a little vampire droid on his way to save Ray. But yeah. Somehow R7 FNG returned. So. <laughs> I was on the Obi Wan pack front. I'm, I'm glad, you know, some people are a little frustrated that it's the only way to get a an articulated um, Ned B in three and three quarters. But, you know, for me and Tyler, Tyler's not here today, so we can see all this kind of stuff. He doesn't for me, he doesn't need to have 47 points of articulation. He doesn't do that much in the show. Yeah. I'm totally happy again to leave us. It'd be nice to get him, but I'm I'm glad to have a, a slot available for something else. Yeah. Disney can do a, a perfectly good version of it. Um, Lewis, I see you maybe wanting more articulation, but I'll see what uh, he looks like when he turns up. Actually, I'm, I'm interested yeah. from a photography point of view. I, I did try, I think my photo I put on Instagram the other day with a retro one. Um, you sort of tried to take a shot. It's very limiting with the five POA, even for a droid, sure. it's hard to pose him. So I'll be interested to see how much, how much more poseable he is, but, but realistic, like you say, he doesn't do a lot in the show, but he does pick things up and bend over and, you know, it'd be nice if he could at least do that. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. One other thing about the uh, droid sets real quick before we move on. Um, oh, yeah. I'm excited about R3-T2 from the Obi-Wan set because that's the red domed astromech droid with some blue details, very similar to R2-D2 on the body, that uh, appears in A New Hope when Luke and Ben and R2 and 3PO go past in their land speeder on the way to the cantina. And he reappeared in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. 
Um, and Hasbro last made a figure of him in 2006 in the Entertainment Earth Droid uh, multi-packs, Astromech Droid multi-packs. And he was wrong. It was totally wrong. But he had uh, brown deco on only the top half of its dome um, when it should have had, like, you know, deco in between all the panels around, like, the, the mouth area, I guess, underneath the big eye, if you want to uh, anthropomorphize these droids. But um, he, uh, when the film's desaturated, he looks kind of brown, but when he's more saturated, it looks red. I think it is red. But so it's, I really never expected to get another crack at that droid. So I am glad that uh, Disney filled the, that droid void. Um, yeah, exciting to see that very minor thing, but these are the kind of weird background wackiness that I, uh, really enjoy. Yeah. I'm glad that we have this possibility for three and three quarter inch figures getting those. I'm excited for the Obi-Wan set. Um, I hope that pops up on shop Disney at some point. So I've been checking at 2am every morning, uh, just to be <laughs> sure. Be time. You know? Yeah. I set an alarm, wake up and then go back to sleep. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we should all be living. Yeah. Uh, pre-order to pre-order. Oh, um, one more thing that came in for me this week. Uh, I know this is old hat to you, Lewis, but uh, I did get the Din Djarin Morak wave with Figrin Dan, uh, Jesse, and some Mandalorians on the 332nd Trooper. Uh, that's a nice wave. I like that. It's like an mm -hmm. all army builder wave. That's one that you could get mm -hmm. multiples of it and not be sad. So uh, nice to see that finally showing up in the States. I know Amazon fulfilled some Figrin Dan's and was it Jesse or some Mandalorian Super Commando Captain orders? Um, I need to get another Jesse. Mine came just how John loves it, decapitated in the bubble. So, yeah, yeah. gonna have to get another one of those. Uh, it's a little sad, a little Django, a little too Dang close man. to the Django, uh, Django clone, <laughs> sticking too close to that template, headless. Um, all right. Well, did you guys get anything else fun in the mail or just kind of? Uh, I got those. I got a whole stack when I got back from vacation. Um, so I'm still slowly going through those. So I haven't opened those yet. We, uh, we also got all four of the recent gaming greats figures in, in the last month since we talked to Sh Shay Vizla with the great new head, Lando with the coolest outfit in history in the galaxy. Oh, yeah. And then the two new stormtroopers. I just cracked open the um, commander last night, and I love the the blue deco on that mm. guy. The the heavy assault guy is awesome. It's very hard for me to get him to stand for longer than a little than a couple minutes at a time. He seems to be okay now, but he's kind of like Got to lean him back. back. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it takes a bit of doing, but I've managed to get him to stand up. Um, nice. It, yeah. It's a lot of fiddling. Imagine if he one. didn't I, like have rocker ankles. Yeah. yeah <laughs> that makes all the difference. Yeah. But no, it sounds like you've caught up then, actually, because if you've got, because uh, I think that's about the last figure I've got is the Stormtrooper Commander then. So I think wow. we're all so we need, yeah, the e -web, neck and neck we again. Need the, we need the e web guy, and then um, should be should be hitting soon. OSU exclusives oh. that you're struggling yeah. with. The, yeah, finish the 96 exclusives. Yeah, so besides those, I think, yeah, I think, Lewis, we are caught up with you guys, just minus mm -hmm. those. Um, yeah, I just got in the Obi-Wan retro wave as well. Um, yeah. Oh, and uh, Boba Fett Morak is hitting uh, targets. In oh, the yes, US. yes. I got um, for that guy. I went and looked in Denver at a couple stores that had it, and they were like, no, get out. We don't want you here. And I was like, okay, well, it's cool. And then the next day they were all gone, so. <laughs> They're like, we don't have that. We don't, we don't carry those. It's like, hmm, sweet. And uh, speaking of target exclusives real quick, I know you, st I have a green, uh, arm, uh, MIGs for you, Lewis, but that still hasn't shown up anywhere in, in the UK pretty much. No, no, I, I haven't seen anyone that's, that's picked one up and unless they've got it from outside of the UK. So yeah. uh, again, I don't know. Did you see any in France when you were over there? I mean, was there any green uh, armband ones? No, I didn't see any. 
No, so I think it seems to be that they that the early figures that had the red armbands that have hit Europe and elsewhere, and I think those green yeah. ones are, are obviously what's hit America. Um, yeah. So you've kind of lucked out in that regard. I don't. How hard is it to get the red ones over there? Are they fanciful? It's well, kind I got the of a coin toss. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, okay. I, I got the red ones uh, from my online order that we placed a few months ago or whatever, and the green ones are the only ones that I've seen. I saw, and I've seen both versions in store. Actually, I should say. Yeah, um, yeah. Green yeah, I, seems I, to be a little more plentiful over here. But. I think I've still got some more on order because as soon as I realised there was variants out there, I went and kind of placed a whole load more orders for different, you know, stockists in the hope that if they get a later batch in, they might get the one that's changed. So, uh, but I, saying that, I'm not sure if I've got any of those left or not. I say I've got boxes; they just come in daily, and I never quite know which order. I need to go back and check what, what, I've, yeah. what I've actually got now. But yeah. there might there may be some orders still knocking around for them. I'll have to check. But that, but that's great if you uh, if you've got one. Yes, we're getting close. We're getting we're getting real close to being caught up finally. The moral of the story is patience is a virtue. But move to Europe so if you want to sit yeah. there and get on Instagram. Yeah, you really want stuff really <laughs> for sure. It's uh it's tempting, man. I'm still itching for that Morag boba. It's killing me that it's just so close yet so far. Uh, but yeah. oh well. Um, well anyway, guys, do you want to jump into the uh the big topic of the day for this episode yeah let's do it yeah punch it should i say <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> we're talking vehicles today uh you know we've got some coming soon to tvc we've got a uh, an all-new speeder bike was in the pipeline for return of the jedi 40th that's awesome even though there was already a perfectly good one we've already talked about that that you know, mm-hmm. they seem to have forgotten or lost the ability to use that one. But hey, I'm not going to ever complain about something that's all new at modern standards. So I'm excited for that. Plus, they can it's a high mileage thing. They can get it out there for tons of different uh, tons of different figures, tons of different media properties. Exciting. Um, and then we're also getting a uh, repack uh, or barely redecoed uh, Slave One, a.k.a. Boba Fett Starship. Uh, we're getting that at some point with a really nice Boba Fett figure uh, and a ridiculous price point. But those are the vehicles that we have in the works coming our way for the Vintage Collection. Uh, it's been a while since we've really gotten a new, new vehicle uh, in the line. When was the last new vehicle we got? Was it the ITT? Yes, and of course yeah. the Razor Crest, but yeah. you know, that's well, outside yes, of Hazlab. Yes, that's, that's always the caveat we gotta say, but it's been yeah, a little yeah. bit and the only um it was an exclusive but the only one in stores in 2021 was uh antoc merrick's x-wing mm-hmm. was that 2022 i don't even know what year it is that was 2021 so. okay mm-hmm. and uh so yeah so it's been a minute it's been a minute yeah uh it's good to, good to see that there are some vehicles coming but that is why we're here today to just chat about you know there's Vehicles are hot right now. I know vehicles are a big reason that a lot of people got into collecting three and three quarter inch Star Wars in the first place. Uh, That's why they made three and three quarter Star Wars it, in the first place. It's exactly why they made it. Um, you know, eighties, nineties. Uh, you know, you had small vehicle, like you know, uh, what was it micro micro machines and action mm-hmm. fleet, uh, lots of small vehicle things, and then you saw budget vehicles as they were kind of reducing the budget and whatnot for three and three quarter inch offerings, um, simpler vehicles, uh, out of scale, whatever. But there's been in the history of it all, some incredible vehicles to this day, including like the razor crest. Uh, but right now we are seeing a huge frenzy for vehicles in terms of the smaller scales, like, uh, you know, Jazzwares finally has, uh, their new, uh, micro galaxy squadron, uh, offerings, which are like the action fleet. Does it scale to, uh, action fleet 
I don't think I'm not a huge action fleet expert. I didn't really uh, okay. get that line back in the day, but um, I think one of the selling points of this new line is that they're closer in scale to each other. Okay. So like um, it's not some of the other recent small vehicles, both in the titanium series from Hasbro and the um, hot wheels starships line from Mattel. They're kind of all in a similar size. Like you mean raised I'm, I'm speeders, not the size of a death star. Yes, Yoda's Jedi Starfighter, the Havoc Marauder, and the Razor Crest are three of the ones that I have from the uh, Hot Wheels line. They're all the same size. They're all, you know, a couple inches tall, a couple inches long, whatever. Um, which So they're not in scale with each other. Micro Galaxy Squadron isn't 100% in scale with each other, but, you know, you got the big Millennium Falcon, you got the tiny blind bag speeder bikes and everything in between. Um, and they come with the so, little yeah. figures and all that, so. Yeah, so it is you very know, close no to detail, the action but... fleet uh, a play pattern, I guess you'd say. Yeah. Um. I would. I. I had a. I have a friend who showed me some of his uh, a couple of weeks ago, and they are very nice. They're very fun. Um. That that you know, there there's some playability in there. There's some really nice paint washing on there. Um. Is we don't have a list of all the vehicles that we don't have in TVC, but there are quite a few, including uh, Ventress's ship, which I don't even remember what it's mm. called. That was the um, first one some, that came to mind for me. Well, yeah. Ship. It would be nice to have so. a Ventress to go with it as well. But yeah, that's true. That's Get true. out of Let's here, Lewis. We it. can't have Ventress. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Ventress first. Yeah. Um, but there's also variants uh, like Sabine's TIE fighter that she repainted in Rebels. There was a holographic TIE fighter that was really cool. Um, but, you know, it's probably not something we'll ever see from Hasbro. But so it's fun. If you really want your vehicle scratch to be itched, that seems to be the best place to do it right now. Unfortunately, I really wish we really wish Hasbro would make more of that, which I think will uh, is a big chunk of what we'll be talking about today. Well, yeah. So it's a vehicle driven line, which makes sense. And, you know, TVC and TVC is a figure driven line uh, at this point, which is also good. And I think that's kind of why I, I put in here on the notes talking about Mission Fleet, which is Hasbro's vehicle driven line. Um, but it is still equally vehicle and figure aimed at the younger crowd, simpler figures. Um, I think when we were talking to Patrick at celebration where he had mentioned that things come to mission fleet first, because it is simpler, easier, faster to produce, which makes sense. It's not near the amount of detail and quality that say vintage collections or even black or vintage collection or even black series gets. So it's understandable that that more kid friendly line is what's going to be on the toy shelves first. Um, but yeah, it's kind of just to me and stop me at any point if I start going off on a weird tangent that seems inappropriate or totally wrong. Um, but with Mission Fleet, you know, it's it's figures and they're simple, but then the vehicles and the vehicles are nice. But it's like, why couldn't this just be an inch and a half bigger or an inch and a quarter <laughs> bigger? You know, why? Why did it have to be a whole new scale? You know, I, I not that. Not that I want to advocate for five PO five POA three and three quarter inch figures, but I don't know, man. It's 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 kind of hard seeing those vehicles get such a spread, and especially some of them are vehicles that we really, really have been asking for for a long time in three and three quarter inch, and seeing those happen. And the line, as someone who just frequents toy aisles, I I don't know how well Mission Fleet's selling. I I don't ever see it move. I've seen the same Mission Fleet stuff at all the stores I've gone to every time you know, mm -hmm. for a long time. I don't it's, see them move frequently. So it's hard to say. Cause I think they keep the same items in rotation for a long time. Like a, I don't know, six months to a year or whatever. Yeah. Whereas with, with TVC and black series, we're more used to them kind of refresh or they should be refreshing every couple months or whatever. Yeah. Um, 
So, well, yeah, especially I don't, I don't when really it's know. when it's figure driven, you want to refresh the figures. Whereas vehicles, I guess it makes sense for them to have a longer shelf life. But yeah, and and I get that. Like, so you know, when TVC went away in 2012, and production costs were rising a lot. Um, as you mentioned earlier, they moved Hasbro moved the three and three quarter inch uh, vehicles outside of the vintage collection. They moved them to those incredibly sort of hollow, cheap, um, small uh, vehicles to keep them at a twenty dollar. $25 price point with, you know, smaller versions of the Slave 1, smaller versions of the Jedi Starfighters, uh, stuff like that. Um, and then the Rebels line continued that with, I have them behind me, I still like the sculpts, the the AT um, DP and the, uh, you know, the Inquisitors TIE Fighter, stuff like that, which it is simpler. Um, and that sort of continued on through um, all the Disney movies with, you know, the Force Awakens vehicles were a little more simple, even all the way through uh, Solo. Yeah, so I don't know why they had to. I guess they didn't sell as well as they wanted them to. I, I like the vehicles for what they were. I know, you know, nerf being the big dirty word here um, that everybody hated in the Rogue One vehicles, but I don't know. You got to add playability where you can. So I, I I don't know. Whatever factors contributed to them not wanting to, probably retailers not wanting three and three quarter vehicles anymore. Hasbro said, look, I don't, I don't know, 2.5 inches, a whole new thing. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's very frustrating. I think. But, I mean, obviously, I it's like you say. The, the, the mission fleet is is geared towards children, so they can get away with being slightly cheaper, slightly less detailed. They can put Nerf guns on them, and, you know, anything like that, because they can say it's a children's line. And I think when, like you say, before you even said it, John, the first one that was sticking in my mind was the Solo Falcon, because. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know anyone that says, oh, I love that vehicle. I mean, everyone just goes, that thing's trash. <laughs> Especially if you've had some great Falcons in the over the years. And I think yeah. as a collector's, that's not what people want to see. So yeah. it, it sort of put that 3.75 scale in a weird position where they were trying to sell it to collectors, but really they were still trying to make it a toy at a lower price point. And it didn't really fit either, either sort of category, did it? And that's why, I, I mean, I'm talking anecdotally because i don't know how well they did or didn't sell but i don't feel that a lot of those did well and i think that's probably why hasbro got a bit frightened to to give us vehicles and you know or to certainly pull their horns in a bit and look at closer at well what vehicles are we going to put out there and they they have done some great ones since i mean as we said the the itt uh, is a great great vehicle um the assault tank one of my favorites so I think with those, they nailed it because they got the detail and they, they, they made them what they should be, which is what we want to see them as, which is screen accurate. I guess once they go mm-hmm. bigger, it's harder for them to do that unless you're sort of talking about Haslabs, you know, Razor Crest. And, and I, I guess it's, it's just that balance with the, the size of the thing versus the detail. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I've said before, like, I don't know if I need, you know, if there's a way to get a, a, like a Rogue One Imperial Combat tank out that's not $80, that doesn't have, you know, a million differently different sculpted parts inside the tank that you're going to look at once and then say, oh, neat, and then put it on the shelf and <laughs> never look at those parts again. <laughs> Most of us are probably going to do that. Um, yeah, you know, a little bit better than the solo ships, I guess, a little more detailed than some of that, but they display well, you know, for what they are. Um and, and then it's weird because like the Slave 1 that's coming out, the Boba Fett Starship that's coming out again, that was originally designed for the Clone Wars line. It's very simple on the inside. There's very few moving parts. Um, there's just like things that open so you can store Han in Carbonite, Han in Carbonite in a few different places or, or whatever. Um, 
so I don't think like you know they're still trying to pass it off as a TVC vehicle. I guess I would like more vehicles like that that aren't. But I don't know. But that's still you know a repack of a repaint of a repack. Uh, you know, and it's two hundred dollars. It's more expensive than it's ever been. I'm always confused because I go back to the um the Rise of Skywalker vintage collection vehicles when they released both a repaint of Luke's X-wing for the ten millionth time and a brand new tooled Pose X-wing, which was incredible. Um, and they were both a hundred dollars. Mm. So I don't, you know, it's strange. Maybe they're just like we don't, even though it costs us, they make more of a profit off of Luke's X-wing because they paid for the tooling so many times over. They don't want to, you know, they're not going to put it out for 75 next to a $100 Pose X-Wing. Or maybe that's a way for them to get more profit. I, I don't know. It's 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 a head scratcher for sure. Um, Pose X-Wing is criminally underrated. I, yeah, it's fantastic. Again, even even if you don't like the sequels in the slightest, I mean, you can get you can get it now. It's on uh, it's on sale on Hasbro Pulses or on Hasbro Toy Shop's eBay page. Um, I think you can get it for like 80 some bucks. Uh that vehicle is amazing. If you don't have it, get yeah. it. It's an incredible vehicle. Yeah. Uh, vehicle. Yeah, like, who cares if Rise of Skywalker is your least favorite thing ever? The vehicle is amazing from a figure standpoint. It's yeah, just, I, wow. I would take some repaints of that. I yeah, would too. Definitely. I would love that very much. My dream is that they can work it out with Disney Parks because uh, there's a big sequel presence still in, in the Disney Parks, like at Galaxy's Edge and stuff. So they could, you know, slap a Galaxy's Edge logo on it or whatever. Yeah, um, like a bit of Falcon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And sell his um, black and orange version from seven and eight, as well his as his uh, white and blue one from seven, which would be awesome to see, and some of the green ones from nine. Just a uh, a quick aside, man. Speaking of sequel presence at uh, Galaxy's Edge, which I experienced for the first time this year, rad. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> new book came out, uh, Shadow of the Sith. Uh, just it's, yes, it's great. I would recommend that wholeheartedly to anybody, um, sequel fan or not. It's it's awesome. That's all I'll say. It's it's on my very long list. Yes, for yeah, sure. I've got a huge list as well. <laughs> yeah. Thank the you. list keeps growing, including, yeah, you know, I yeah. sit there and I'm just like, yeah, we got to finish that podcast about yes, Master and Apprentice, <laughs> uh, which we still will do, John. I promise. I, I right, want to do right. that at some point because I, I loved doing that. I want to chat about books all the time. But, you know, yes, this yes. summer has been We'll save it for the other wacky. show. We'll save it for the other show. Yeah. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that out there. Neat. Um, but yeah, with Mission Fleet, you know. I don't know, like, like you said, Lewis, where, uh, or one of you guys said, it shows how great of a host I am not paying attention, <laughs> uh, you know, scratching the itch of simpler vehicles, uh, but like, you know, trying to pass it off as a collector thing. So, but it's in that weird middle gray area where it's not really satisfying anybody. Um, and I, and part of me too, thinks that that could be because Hasbro thinks it has to be a big vehicle. It has to be big. Whereas we're sitting here just like, yeah, give us speeder bikes. We'd love a little blurg. Can we get like a little mini, mini line of small mm-hmm. vehicles and beasts? And uh, yeah, but I, I, I get why I get why Mission Fleet exists in terms of appealing to kids. But I guess I just wonder, like, why couldn't this have been just a budget three and three quarter inch line or why? I I, yeah. I like the I like the emphasis on getting people focused, like getting kids hooked on vehicles again when it comes to collecting toys, but you got to follow through on that because as they get older, as their tastes, you know, maybe, you know, refine a bit and they want to collect more collectible things or bigger, badder vehicles, 
those don't exist, you know, in the volume that they would be looking to get as they maybe have increased buying power as they get older. Uh, I would love to be buying more vehicles right now. I Those were a yeah. huge thing. Being a prequel kid, we were spoiled with vehicles uh, all the time growing up. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, I, I think it's kind of odd seeing all of this craze about vehicles and there's none really to be had um it, it, again it's been a while since we've had a new sculpt not counting the upcoming speeder bike but again the speeder bike is a vehicle that's already been done so while it's a new sculpt and that's awesome and exciting it's it does kind of lack that wow factor of we've never seen this before so and it's but, scale me, it's scale is not on the same scale as vehicles that we've been missing as well uh, yeah. uh i mean it's 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 a scaled up diorama piece in some ways isn't it you know we, we've been getting the the, the e-web um we've been getting this the, the, the play sets and the speeder mm-hmm. bike is is almost more in those in that camp i think to some degree where it's a display diorama piece rather than a a vehicle which sits as a play set in itself i guess you know something like the falcon is a play set in itself so yeah. I think it's a good thing to start with, definitely, because I think if Hasbro are going to ramp up and do more vehicles, then yeah, start start with the small ones. But I don't feel like they're mm. I feel like they're dipping their toe in still, rather than you know jumping in feet first and saying right, let's let's get some vehicles back out there. Yeah, and I when you bring up the playsets, I sort of wonder if you know the fifty dollar line of playsets is there a way of capturing that part of the market? I guess the sort of mid tier. Um, you know, priced mid price item, whatever. Um, that's not quite the hundred dollar X Wing, not quite the three hundred dollar, you know, four hundred dollar Falcon, whatever. Um, and I think they're a lot. They seem to be a lot easier to. I would assume they're easier to produce. They're all kind of, you know, just flat pieces that don't have a lot of moving parts, don't have a lot of paint. In some cases, um, yeah, it's interesting. Some, you know, we always. And I would say they've got to be easier to put on shelves, haven't they? In terms of yeah. going to a retailer and saying, right, we've got this little box here, you know, it's this big. Yep. You can get a dozen of them on a shelf, on a peg, even. Yep. Um, that's far more appealing, I think, to some of these big box stores than, you know, here's a Galaxy Z Falcon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, put that on your shelf. It, it's, it, I can understand it. Again, it's from a marketing point of view. I can understand why that would be more appealing. Yeah. Yeah. So I am glad I, we don't know anything about how the speeder bike is going to come out. I hope that it's it's a wide release. I hope, you know, I, I can walk into Target and get a new one every time I go shopping. We'll see what happens. Um, I do hope this opens the door to more vehicles. Um, of course, of course. Yeah. I just but, talking about speeder bikes just briefly. I would love it if it was just like Hasbro was committed to putting out like two two speeder vehicle like two speeders a year even so it's yeah. like you know and if one of them can even be a repaint or a redeco or a, a, mm. a kit bash where it's like you know remnant speeder bike or you yeah. know being able to see because in every bit of star wars media has a speeder bike or a speeder vehicle of some sort that's mm-hmm. integral to one of the main characters and it's you know like mando's speeder um yep Put a little Grogu yeah, on the side. Who's who's who would yeah. say who would think that wouldn't sell? Come on, it's yeah, exactly. Cobb Vance speeder. I know that's way more involved yeah. and complicated yeah. to make, but that one we all saw it and we're just like, damn, that's Anakin's pod yeah. racer. Well, you've but, had a whole bike again. Yeah, Even in the Bad Batch, there was a speeder yeah. bike chase, wasn't there with Fennec? Yeah, you know. So also again, the Mod Squad, <laughs> they're their yeah, best. Yeah. Ones. Yeah. <laughs> might be pushing it a bit too far. That one. Yeah. yeah. No, but no, it, it does seem certainly Disney Disney media. I think everything we've seen at the moment has had you know the Tuscans. You know, they, yep. they took they me on a heist whole... with them. There's just so many yeah. speeders Several out there scenes. that they could do. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. 
Give us a nomad it's boba. Meme about it, yeah. for God's sake. Yeah. Like a banta. Yeah. Yep. Get the <laughs> electronics back just for that. Bring a Comtech chip back just for that one line. <laughs> oh, that'd be an amazing one if they just offered a modern Comtech chip. Just one yeah. for those yeah. of us who had them back in the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know what? All this talk about Mission Fleet. Let's go ahead and just walk through a little bit and see what Mission Fleet has in terms of vehicles and, you know, which ones we don't have in three and three quarter inch or TVC in particular. Um, is that all right with yeah. you guys? Yeah. Yes. Cool. Um, so just as a thing, like, so I, I am counting some of the ones that were in that, uh, in the single pack version that I think started at 799, they're 899 now, like the Boba Fett, Chewbacca, Ahsoka. Um, and they weren't like vehicle vehicles. They were figures with accessories, but a couple of them are technically vehicles. Whereas I just didn't count the ones that were big jet packs with wings. Uh, cause you know, that's not really, yeah, whatever. Yeah, um, they used to be, they used to be called deluxe figures in our day. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's what it was. Uh, so, and forgive me if I got some of the names wrong on these, uh, but blame Tim at Bosk's Bounty because I was actually uh, relying on some of his research on that for a couple of the names here. Nice. Uh, so we've got an OMS Devilfish sub that came with a um, seasons three through five Ahsoka Tano. Um, we don't have Which, that. Right? They did make that in the Clone Wars line. Okay. Uh, it came with a, um, I think it came with the... Scuba Trooper. And there's also a more accurate um, underwater Ahsoka that you can display with it if you like, which I do like. Um, Then we also have the uh, Rado, Radoff, Nasp, Fluttercraft that came with Chewbacca. It's one of those little Wookiee flyers. Mm -hmm. Um, Which was released in 2005 in the Revenge of the Sith line. Yes. Um, Then we got a little Sith Probe Rider that looks kind of like uh, evocative of Maul's uh, spider legs. Came with Darth Maul. Clone Wars. It wasn't something we saw in media, I don't think. Um, mm. So it was an original creation to kind of justify making a little plastic lump to sell with him and uh, for a higher price. Um, and we've got a Stap with Battle Droids. So I know we have Staps, but it'd be nice to see one again, in my opinion. Um, we got an ATRT with Captain Rex, uh, Bark Speeder um, with Obi Wan, and then they reissued it with Anakin. Uh, so I think both of those would would do well in TVC. There's you know there's a lot of hunger for Clone Wars related stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I just kind of I think we can all chime in with a little bit of you know things on these if that's okay. Yeah, please um, pop in whenever on these. Yeah, yeah. So. Because I mean, in 2005, the ATRT they had an electronic one that walked, and then they did another Clone Wars one with a little bit of articulation, but they could really do a lot with the the legs and you know make a new uh, ARF trooper, a new ATRT driver. Um, I really want uh, what was his name. Hound, whatever. Sergeant Hound. What's his name? Yeah, I don't know. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, don't ask me. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know if it's a sergeant or not, but yeah, definitely Hound. <laughs> I think it's, yeah. And then he has a little massive. He's not technically, and he's somewhere between an ARF trooper and an ATRT driver. Anyway, that's an aside, but yeah, those would be cool <laughs> to see again. Yeah. And the Bark Speeders, too, since we have Anakin and Obi Wan and they were just reissued yeah. uh, in 2020, uh, granted they're hard to get again. So, because uh, yeah. I wanted to get another Obi Wan to put on a Mando body, but snooze you lose like i do wow. um let's see we also got the mandalorian speeder bike that came with mando and grogu um and it even had like the little pram atta- that you could attach with grogu so neat uh and even the bag the little satchel i mean come on yeah 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 it's like that's yeah. one come on man we saw that so many times uh yeah. uh blurg that's a sore spot for us uh it's been released mm-hmm. i think two or three times in mission fleet with uh one once with quill and then another time with um Din and I think a stormtrooper. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. Uh, and then we got an Imperial speeder bike. Um, 
with the remnant trooper or remnant biker scout, sorry. And uh, another, uh, another repack of it with IG 11 and Grogu and the little satchel. Again, another great thing that would, we could easily see uh bad batch atrt so it's just a repaint repaint of the atrt but with like the bad batch uh, clone force 99 sigil uh it came with tech um then we got anakin skywalker's ada 2 jedi starfighter with anakin obviously and then we got that repainted in obi-wan's colors and it came with obi-wan uh i love me a good ada 2 uh but you guys know that Uh, then we got Luke Skywalker's X-Wing and it came with pilot Luke and then they just recently repacked it, but with um, Mando Luke or Imperial Light Cruiser Luke. And I was just thinking about that for <laughs> TVC. Boy, how easy would that be for them? They already have Luke's X-Wing and then they they will have uh, Imperial Light Cruiser Luke. They uh, just re- reissue that again and charge us I don't know if I wanna, $300 for that. I don't know if I want to so. encourage that because that will happen now that you said that. <laughs> I know. I'm so sorry. I apologize to future me and future collectors for the uh, $175 bare bones repack of Luke Skywalker's Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> Mission Fleet also has Darth Vader's TIE Advanced. Came with Darth Vader. That's one that I've heard folks mention in particular, uh, wanting real bad in TVC. Um, yeah. Who was it that? Mm. Was it Miko or was it? Tim, Tim talks Tim, about that Tim. time to time. Okay. And that, uh, that'll come up on my list in a minute, but we'll get to that. Cool. Uh, another tie, we got the tie whisper from Rise of Skywalker. Comes with Supreme Leader Kylo Ren, uh, who we that's don't one. have in three and three quarter inch at all. So That's what I really want. We got a, a pretty good version of his episode eight tie whisper. I, um, the tie, or no, tie silencer. silencer. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. He's being quiet in all his ties. I forget, yeah. I forget <laughs> what the names of them. The tie mutter. <laughs> yes. And, uh, you know, he has a few of the tie whispers because... Uh, he crashes his and then Ray shows up in another one a little bit later. So I guess he has a few of them. So we'll buy a few of them, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that would be a great one. I do really like that last Jedi vehicle. Um, I still mm-hmm. have that one displayed near my TVC stuff near, not with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we also got, this is the one that hurts the most for me. Uh, Mission fleets, Mandalorian gauntlet starfighter. Uh, I know that's one mm-hmm. that people have been asking for, for quite some time. Uh, we've seen it now in, uh mandalorian as well so it's made the live action jump and i'm sure we'll be seeing it again in season three of mando and all that stuff and so. i had in my notes earlier that uh darth maul even had or maul had one in rebels um it was kind of repainted i think um yep. when he was on dathomir yep so there it's you go cool, it's a cool ship man i love that yeah. thing uh and Has- hasbro did make it was very hard to find it was the um the mandalorian troop transporter whatever it was called it was really like the shuttle that Obi-Wan and Satine would take. It was like very smooth, kind of rounded nose, more than the angular, um, angry looking one that uh, Bo-Katan flies. But, you know, yeah, it was cool. it was still cool. But I, but we want the uh, the gauntlet starfighter. Well, and especially now that we have Bo-Katan, we have Axe, we have uh, we have mm-hmm. um, Costco. Costco. So many Mandalorians. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, hope I just hope that's one that's on their radar for sure. It's, love that vehicle. Um, Outland TIE Fighter or Moff Gideon's TIE Fighter with the folding wings. Uh, that would be one that would be fairly easy for Hazard to knock out. They have a perfectly good serviceable TIE cockpit. It would just be engineering new wings. Yeah, yeah maybe a new way to anyway. connect them. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe not with those breakable springs and little plastic <laughs> connectors. Oh. The uh, I will say I saw the Micro Galaxy Squadron one, and that was interesting because it has um, the wings fold up, of course, but the little landing gear that come out of the center pod, they're a separate piece on that toy so like you you kind of lower it down into the middle like they're on the display stand which i thought was a little fun way to do it oh, that um, is interesting. 
but that's another vehicle that we really need to complete. We're so close. We're like 90% of the way there for the um, Navarro Cantina display. As we always yeah. say, cars, we need the client. We can need season one grief. We need the remnant speeder bike. Um, there's things I'm forgetting. I know. Don't, don't yell Grogu at me. Grogu in but, a satchel. Uh, so. Yes, Grogu in a satchel. But uh, yeah, the Outland TIE Fighter being a large part of that. Yeah. So. Yeah. And again, that's not super crazy outside of the realm of possibility to be made. So it's not mm-hmm. like asking for yeah. a brand new Havoc Marauder or anything. Yeah. Uh, yes, uh, we uh, Mission Fleet also has the Millennium Falcon. Uh, we've we're good. We got that. Mm-hmm. Um, although I would love to see talking about Solo, I would love to see them do a pass of that, but with the extra parts to make the Solo Falcon. I uh, love that look. Um, the Razor Crest uh, again. We're set on that one. That Haslab Crest is a chef's kiss <laughs> work of art. Um, then uh, Boba Fett Starship. Uh, sorry, I say it dumb every time. Uh, that's coming to Mission Fleet soon. Um, and then uh, Ahsoka, Ahsoka Tano's Delta 7B Jedi Starfighter. Uh, I, I, this is one that I got to stop for a second. There. So with the Micro Galaxy Squadron, there's Obi-Wan Starfighter. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's also a Delta 7B. But is it? it's being yes. sold as his Attack of the Clones one? No, that's wrong. It's a 7A. So the, in the movie, yes. so yes, get yes. out of here with that crap, Jazzwares. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say we do have Ahsoka's Delta Seven B in the Clone Wars line. Um, I there, we don't have her Ada Two in any form. I was worried when they uh, her Jedi Starfighter was rumored or announced or something for Mission Fleet. I was like, oh god, if they put out her Ada Two in this line before three and three quarter, I will scream. But I didn't have to scream. I held it in. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> one of the few times you didn't have to scream. Yeah. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, her. If ever they make another Ada two, I would love to see hers uh, in the line. So yeah, yeah. Um, then we got an air speeder, and that comes complete with the uh, breakout star of Obi Wan Kenobi, uh, Sully Stark. <laughs> uh, can't wait. wait. <laughs> and uh, then upcoming, it looks like we've got um, an EOP with Ben Kenobi coming, which we've got that Ben Kenobi coming to TVC. Uh, and then this one hurts. The Inquisitor transport is coming mm. to Mission Fleet. So. Yeah, I yeah, think that's that, that would be great in TVC. Really yeah, be, again, we need the Inquisitors. So. Yeah, that's <laughs> we true. We got uh, Mission Fleet even... does have more Inquisitors than we do. They're getting the Grand Inquisitor. Oh my god! Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man. That's <laughs> Black Sears will never have that Inquisitor transport, even though they can have all the Inquisitors. So it's uh, it's all everything's a monkey's paw kind of wish for every every specific collector yeah uh, you get so something I, but someone gets the other thing yeah i i gotta be honest i don't need the sith probe writer in no TBC. i don't either and uh, i'm relatively happy with the ones that exist in the previous lines of these other vehicles but um you know the eop needs an update that's kind of Again, we were discussing kind of a creature, kind of a beast of burden, kind of a, it's a vehicle in some ways. It's, you know, horsepower of one, but it, uh, it gets, it gets someone to, you know, from point A to point B yes, without that's walking. A, that's, a vehicle. So. that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, yeah. The other ones would be a, a nice uh, little guideline for Hasbro to do. Yeah. Another guideline they can use is the original Kinner line, of course, similar to our Finish the 96 coverage. I just wanted to take a look at what was in the original Kinner line uh, in the vintage look for Hasbro to bring back. They've done a lot of them already, and we'll talk about them right now, if that's all right. Absolutely. Yeah. So in the Star Wars line, I wanted to start with the original design, the Imperial Troop Transport, which, of course, uh, was brought into Rebels and was brought into Ma- the Mandalorian, which resulted in the TVC vehicle in 2020. So we don't have a Star Wars box version of it, if anybody cares. 
I, you know, I'm, I'm good with the one we have. Um, Kenner also had the Land Speeder, which was brought into TVC in 2011 via a repaint of the 2002 version. Um, the X-Wing Fighter, which was brought into TVC in 2013 as Biggs' X-Wing, as a an update on the larger um, sculpt, but on the red background matching the Kenner one. And then in 2019, we got Luke's version on a newer uh, style of box, newer uh, image on there. For the TIE Fighter, we got a small-winged white version in 2011, and of course the big wing, fall-off wing version uh, in gray in 2018, which removed the springs, that's all I'll say about that. Yeah. Um, Kenner, later in the Return of the Jedi line, they offered a quote-unquote battle-damaged version, which was just uh, an extra bunch of stickers in there. Is that something you guys would want to see for perhaps Return of the Jedi 40? I'd like to see the vehicle. Yeah. Uh, I could take or leave the stickers. No. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's not the stickers, stickers but... Yeah, I mean, obviously, it'd be, it'd be weathered more, wouldn't it? I think if it's TVC yeah. now. But uh, yeah, I was always envious of anyone as a child who had that battle damaged version because I had the original one. Yeah. And it was going, oh, I want, I want one. I want one that's yeah. got flames. And, <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's it's quite a nice, uh, different... It's nice. It's nice variation, I think, to have in the collection. And I'll, as you say, with the 40th yeah. coming up, it would be a nice one to throw out there. I'll take it. And they did have some like sandy TIE fighters in the um, Force Awakens line. Uh, there were repaints of the regular versions. Um, they could they weren't the most exciting things ever, of course. They're just kind of the same thing with some airbrush junk on the side. They could do something like that if they really wanted to, just pay homage to that uh, vehicle. But you know, I haven't seen anybody asking for that. But I'm asking for it. So yeah. here we go. <laughs> Um, the other TIE fighter in the vintage line was, of course, Darth Vader's, as you mentioned, which has never been in TVC. I think that would be a great candidate. Um, the Power of the Force 2 one from like 97 mm-hmm. wasn't, I don't think it's that bad. And it was re-released over the years. Including um, in the uh, original trilogy collection, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, original trilogy I have collection. That and, one. Yeah, I didn't get the Power of the Force 2 one, but I got one of the later ones. It was also in the Saga collection and I believe in 30th. And then in uh, the Shadows of the Dark Side line, I think it was Shadows, they had a big set with Luke's X-Wing. That's when they updated the uh, cockpit on that. But it was just an, yet another straight re- repaint, re-release of the Power of the Force 2 one. So I can live with that one. I don't hate it, but you know, I, I, I do see people asking for that one in TVC. Um, Most people want it for the box as well, though, don't they? Yeah. yeah. Just put the old one in the box. Who's gonna <laughs> <laughs> Some updated deco charges $200. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, another you know, beast of burden is, of course, the Dubak. Uh, which was never in TVC, again, not really a vehicle. Um, it was in the Legacy Collection and the Episode 1 version. It was really based on the Episode 1 CGI model, so it's not quite 100% accurate to A New Hope, whether the original version or a special edition. Uh, uh, now we have Dubex in Mandalorian. What's up? Well, I was going to say, uh, Black Series also got this one in yes. the vehicle line. So, Yes, yes. Balance um, those I scales. I, the Legacy Collection one is, isn't bad. Um, the Black Series one is quite nice. Um, when, as when he runs off, another little beast of burden. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, they could, I don't know, add some new legs, add a new head that's more accurate to A New Hope. It, it's okay, it's okay. Um, so this is the big one, I guess, from A New Hope. The last one from A New Hope uh, is the Sandcrawler, which I see come up on a lot of HasLab lists. It is never in TVC. Um Hasbro released one in 2004 based on the original Kinner one and Disney Parks released one in 2018 that was larger, had electronics. Um, yeah, it's not quite fully in scale. There you go. Lewis has it right there. Mine sits behind, Happens above me every episode. 
What do you think of that one, Lewis? I actually quite like it. Um, I mean, it's got that weird white fleck on it, hasn't it? Which I think yeah. we didn't really need. Um, yeah. I, I, as a vehicle, it's got some great little features, you know, some great little buttons. It's got the little lift on it. Uh, so it's got mm-hmm. a lot of playability, if you like, and obviously, yeah. you know, but, but features you can use. It's obviously in the inside is pretty bland, isn't it? And again, yeah. going back to what you were saying earlier about trying to keep vehicles on a, a, a price point, I think people would want to see that with a bit more interior to it so that perhaps you could do those scenes with R2 and 3PO and some of the other droids. Um, I think the biggest killer is it's, it's quite small on the tracks, isn't it? So when you're trying to do a photo yeah. with it, you've got Luke standing next to it and he's sort of twice the height of the tracks, whereas in reality, it should be almost the other way around. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and a lot of the vehicles are like 75% of the size or whatever, even the Imperial mm. Troop Transport yeah. is too small, but I get what you're saying. And I do see it come up a lot. And I sometimes I wonder, like, do people actually want a new one or is it just when the question of, what HasLab do you want comes up and people think, oh, it's got to be a big vehicle, big yeah. vehicle sand crawler. Um, I don't know if I'd be that bothered about uh, replacing this one with a HasLab, yeah. you know, as yeah. over over other things, put it that way. I mean, you know, I'd, if it came up, I'd take it, I'm sure, but there's plenty of other things I'd put in front of it. If, if, I'm, if I may jump in on the sand crawler real quick. Yes, yes. Um, it's not a vehicle that excites me. You know, again, I think it's one of those good enough ones. I, I, I have the... One from 2004. That was the previous exclusive. Uh, yep. I've never opened it. I should, I should probably do that at some point. Uh, it looks great. I think it looks great. Whatever. Uh, I've never felt the need for one. However, as I kind of think about it, and I do get where people are coming from. This, I don't know if I'm playing devil's advocate here, but when talking about Haslabs and wanting a sand crawler as a Haslab, you know, think about it where you could use that as an amazing diorama piece, especially if Hasbro ever gets around to making a new Tatooine farm by a farm boy, Luke, if they ever, I don't know, do another pass at the, a new hope Jawa and release, you know, regular Tatooine Jawas by using the off world Jawa, but just with the correct color cloak and eyes, um, really pad that out. And especially with all the droids that we get from Disney and all that. Uh, and plus the fact, uh, you've got the ones from, uh, Arvala seven in the Mandalorian. And if you were to, you know, offer an add on pack, like if that were a, stretch go like the final tier for a HasLab. If it hit 20,000 backers, you get all the add-ons to make make it look like the one on Arvala 7 with removable panels and stuff, uh, extra awnings. I think there's a ton of possibilities. Hell, if we even got a Cobb Vanth someday, you could you could put a little Boba That's Fett true. armor kit to put inside the little thing. Yeah. I, okay, I'm sorry. We, we there's a lot <laughs> yeah. of possibilities for it. I think yeah. it would be flipping amazing to get one of those. I, I mm. just, it's not on my priority list, so I do understand the people who really do want it and bring it up every time we talk about Haslabs. I think it would be super exciting if they did end up doing it. But yeah, it's not something I'm sitting out there frothing at the mouth for. But no. the more I talk yeah. about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I think that would be kind of no, I think because <laughs> it's a crossover, because it could it can work in OT and Mandalorian, I, I think that's a massive strength, as we've seen with the, the throne room. Uh, we've seen it with you know things like the cantina people are crying out for, because again, it can work in both, both yeah. things now. And yeah. It is a massive And the speeder bikes, yeah. It. So, yeah, yeah, exactly. And even the crate dragon skull in a uh, book of Boba Fett when Din flies by. Yeah. Um, that's another vehicle we'll discuss later, but, uh, you know, Lewis, you brought up the interior of the sand crawler, even in a new hope, like you can't really see any of the interior from no. my perspective. I mean, you see a lot of like crap hanging around the ground. Um, so it's not the most exciting. A lot of the action takes place kind of near the treads. You can kind of see some stuff 
Yeah, I mean, got the, where the door opens um, yeah. in the Mandalorian, you get a bit more into it. But even then, I guess you don't really see much into it, do you? So, and you, you kind of yeah. see him sitting hunched in the cockpit. Um, there is a yeah. great level in the Super Nintendo uh, Star Wars game, which I love. I love that series of all three, um, which the scene in Mandalorian really reminded me of, where he, Luke is j- jumping all over the outside of the sand crawler, trying to get up, mm-hmm. and Jawas are throwing stuff at you and trying to knock you off. And then there's a level on the inside which uh, I didn't play as much. So for me, it's not as iconic as the outside. But, <laughs> you know, they could do a lot with it. Like you said, I agree, Evan. It's not at the top of my priority list. Um, I'm generally happy with the Disney Parks one. The color is a little bit weird. It's kind of patchy. Um, it's not as dark as it needs to be. But, you know, I've got one. I know Tyler's going to say it's, it doesn't count. <laughs> um, but to me, it's it exists. It's on my shelves. You know, I'll t- I'll t- I'd rather take something new than that. But. Yeah, I, th- I think that's my stance. Really, is that new kind of always trumps something that we've got that's okay, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, under the Empire Strikes Back, Kinnerline, um, again, Beast of Burden, Tauntaun. We got one in TVC in 2011. Uh, we still need the split open belly version, as Kinner did, which you know Hasbro had done one earlier, more of a trapdoor thing. I mean, it was sculpted as a possibility in the TVC one. It kind of has like a hole that was filled by a a cork, if you will. Um, I think we're probably good on the Tauntaun for now. Um, the Rebel Armored Snowspeeder uh, was brought into TVC in 2011, I believe. It was a repack from the Shadow of the Dark Side one, again showing how an, an, a parallel figure line can sometimes feed into TVC. It doesn't always have to be you know, so different and cheap in 5 POA. It can still be good and solid, maybe not a billion points of articulation, whatever. Anyway, that's another conversation, but um, I do still want a repaint of that for the snow speeders with orange detailing on them because this one is the 2011 one and i guess the vintage one is based on luke's uh speeder where it's just gray and gray details but you know wedge had some uh some orange details on there which i'd love to see again we got it on an older uh version of the snow speeder um and of course we could use an obi-wan kenobi version as well with everyone's favorite character sally stark mm-hmm. or one with wade uh, that's true but, scene stealer uh, too sad yeah <laughs> One that can somehow fit Obi-Wan, Tala, and Leia in a two-man fight, plus Sully in a two-man <laughs> I, fighter. But I want to anyway. see a deleted scenes of just yeah. like all of them just like huddled yeah. in there. Uh. <laughs> um, from the same Battle of Hoth, of course, there's the AT-AT, which was also introduced in Shadows of the Dark Side first and brought into TVC in 2010 in that awesome uh, Toys R Us box. Um, so we're probably good on that. Slave One has, again, been released in TVC so many, many times. We got two versions of the Empire Strikes Back box. Uh, I think we're probably set on that. There's more to be done with it on the interior, but I'm happy with it. It looks good. It's fine. And yet I bought it again because I'm a, I'm a sucker. <laughs> yeah, me too. Hey, real, the, yeah. Real quick, cut this out if we can cut this out, but uh, I don't see the Millennium Falcon on your Kenner, Kenner list. Oh, duh. Okay. That's a good one. <laughs> no, I don't yeah, I don't know it. why I didn't have that there. <laughs> it's all good. It's too obvious. That's yeah, why. it's too obvious, yeah. and we have yeah. it, so it's, I get you. I get you. We <laughs> yeah. have a definitive one. We're good. So, so yes, I did forget the Millennium Falcon. We got that in the TVC box in 2012. That was the first time it was released uh, as $100 more than the uh, original version, uh, and has been re- since released in the Galaxy's Edge box for even more money than that. Um, yeah, so back to ESB. Sorry about that. The, no, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Correct me. That's fine. I'm basing this list off of the Action Figure Archive book, which is has always been my favorite uh, Kenner slash early Hasbro book, reference book. I love it. 
Um, the Blue Milk book gets close to capturing some of the greatness. Great job, guys. Um, the Twin Pod Cloud Car was also in the Kinder line. It was released uh, alongside the TVC launch in the Shadows of the Dark Side line in 2010, but was not released in TVC. That was one where the Hasbro team always talked about how there was one member on the, the line who really did not want it to be made because it was just, he thought it was so boring. Um, so they added, <laughs> you know, pop-out missile launchers. They added the Twin Pod Cloud Car Pilots uh, in TVC to go along with it. I, I thought it was a great vehicle. It could be repacked in TVC if they so chose. I don't need it to be. It would have been great for the ESP 40th, some low-hanging fruit, but alas, here we are, uh, two, almost three years later. Yeah, a lot of these were great candidates for a reissue in 2020, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that was not in kind of in TVC, not really, the Scott Walker ATST, based on the Empire Strikes Back version, the original, uh, you know, stop-motion puppet thing um, that kind of passes by Luke a couple times. Um, of course, that version was released uh, by Kenner, then re-released again by Hasbro um, a couple times, both as the ESB and ROTJ versions, um, and then the Return of the Jedi version from Legacy Collection was repainted as a Hoth version, which was not really correct around uh, 2010-ish, um, but we don't have the Empire Strikes Back version in TVC or in a really a modern format. So something you guys want to see? I don't really need to see it. I think I've I'm got enough happy of enough. them to be fair. Yeah. yeah. When um, Walmart was blowing out those black series three and three quarter inch ones, I picked up a mm -hmm. few. They were like 15 bucks. So I'm a little bit scout walkered out at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, although there is a demand for it. I mean, look at the look at the one that they did for Mandalorian. I remember getting that thinking it was overpriced. I got another one on clearance and now the price for that thing is insane. So and it sat yeah. for a while actually. It's it weird, did. It, it it just it, sat it, around. Yeah, it was not hard to get. And then it became high demand. Yes. Yeah. So people waited for clearance just a little bit too long on that. Yeah. Um It's a gamble, folks. <laughs> yeah. Another one was Darth Vader's Star Destroyer, which was more of a playset. Yeah. It even says playset on the box. And the Star Destroyer topped our uh, most wanted playset poll last year. The great concept by you, Lewis. Um, I think yeah. I mean, it was more of a playset back then. It just had the exterior of the Star Destroyer kind of on the top um, and the general, you know, pizza slice shape of it. Um, but that's definitely something I think would work better as a playset than obviously a 22-foot vehicle or whatever, how long that would be. Yeah, I, I catch myself thinking that when people are like, yeah, I want a Death Star or, you know, Rebel Blockade Runner or, you know, these really huge, massive ships. Uh, I get that. Ships, yeah. yeah, that's rad, but like, Come on, man. Let's just do the playsets. <laughs> Let's just get the yeah, pieces of them to do the scenes inside. That's all you need, really. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. one where it's like, you know what? Get the Action Fleet version or, uh, sorry, not Action <laughs> Fleet, the uh, Micro yeah. Galaxy Squadron or the, uh, yeah. you know, the Hot Wheels model if you want to, you know, composite a photograph with it in the background. So. I do wonder how it would look in Micro Galaxy Squadron if they're keeping it kind of more or less, quote unquote, in scale, because it would still be huge. Like, it would be like, what, like five feet, six feet? <laughs> well, yeah, thinking how small the Falcon is yeah. on the back of it, it'd be enormous. So, oh, yeah, I don't know. yeah. That thing would have to be like 10 feet big. Yeah, it's nuts. <laughs> so speaking of another big old ship that doesn't really come up on any lists ever is the Rebel Transport, sort of the tuna ship in the background of, you know, in Empire Strikes Back uh, that escapes Echo Base. Um, never been made in TVC, never remade since the 80s. It was kind of a collector case back then. 
I don't know if you ever had that one, Lewis. But uh, funny enough, I actually put it back in a box today just to put it into storage because I didn't know where really? to put it. But um, yeah, yeah I, I mean, I had that. It's probably one of my earliest vehicles, and again, I used it more as a playset. I, I think the way I kind of yeah. because when you took out the tray that the, the figures because it had a sort of like a sorting tray for figures to go in. When you took it out, it had like a pattern on it of like pipes and electric, and it kind of felt like an interior of a ship. So you could actually okay. sort of do quite a lot with it almost as a playset. But yeah, it was um it's a strange one, I guess, because it's not one that I hear people much saying, Oh, we really need that in T V C again, I yeah. think it's very underscaled for what it should be. And it's gonna be ridiculous if you if you made it bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. in the movie we don't see the interior, I don't think. Not um, more of no. I was so I don't know. Just kind of thinking, so you said it was more of a uh like um storage case, display case, or not display case, but like Storage case, case for yeah. figures, yeah. Yeah, it had like the slots in it. Yeah. Carry case, yeah. It had a candle handle on top, right? Yeah, which actually it sort of went through the middle and it, you twisted it and it locked in. Uh, and that's okay. my one has snapped. Uh, it's the one thing on it that isn't working properly because I guess I overloaded it with figures and too heavy and yeah. the whole thing just went. <laughs> but, so you can't pick it up with it anymore. But yeah, it worked really well. What if, hmm. now just shut me down if this is stupid, but like what if they made a like one of those big ships and it was a big kind of like carry case style thing modern so it looked great on the outside and on the inside you could flip it open and it had just like a display with like pegs where you could just display tvc figures it's not necessarily screen accurate of that of that vehicle but it was like with a backdrop of some kind to be like hey look you can put your figures here and pose them and they have pegs and then there was a tray that like a couple trays you could pull out that were like you know uh sized that you could put tvc figures and their accessories in and close it well, now I'm just talking about something that, I would like to 3D no, actually, print and have. I think that's quite a cool idea <laughs> yeah. because, yeah. It, it, you know, most of the, the reason we buy these vehicles is as a display piece, isn't it? I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. think the barge is a display piece. It's mm-hmm. it's less a vehicle and as much as a shelf <laughs> yeah, really, yeah. to yeah. put your figures on. Um, and I think that perhaps, like you say, with some of these vehicles where you don't see the inside of them, we you need to invent an inside. And I think for something like the mm-hmm. Rebel Transport, I mean – Hasbro would just have to totally invent the thing. I don't know. There might be some blueprints out there of, of what it's supposed to look like, I guess. But I, I, you know, to do something like that would make sense, wouldn't it? But would it would it appeal to collectors? Would, would it? Would people feel it's too novelty? I don't know. Yeah, I don't uh, know. It reminded, that idea reminds me a little bit of the BB-8 uh, Last Jedi playset that opens yeah, up when, into the Star Destroyer. Yeah, described it. I was thinking of that. Actually. Yeah, which, which I, I had a I lot of fun have. with, but I don't. I, know. Uh, I don't. I meant to get, I found it for 40 bucks. I didn't get it. And uh, not because I didn't want it. I just didn't have the spare $40 at the time I was in the store. Uh, Cause you know, that was 2017. I was only a 27 year old that struggled <laughs> to have $40. Well, um, but yeah, that that's a cool one. I, I don't know. I kind of think back to like the, the, the C3PO invader head carry cases. Yeah. Like what would a modern equivalent look like where it's got like a little sealed spot where you could put the figure and their accessories in, and they're not just getting lost all over the place. Like what would a collector's yeah. version of that Look a little like, tackle yeah. box for all your extra accessories, all yeah. the, all those damn and with like the stickers that too. Time. That you know, it's like ah, yeah, sure, you can put sure. the sticker for this is Luke's spot, this is Vader's spot, it's Obi Wan's spot. So yeah, anyway. I think you know a lot of toy collectors get skittish when they're reminded that these things are toys at the end of the day. Yeah, um, how dare so, you? <laughs> yeah, they have to be super accurate and yeah. all that stuff. But so yes, yeah, so I don't know how to do a rebel transport. I don't, you know, nobody ever asks for it, so it's not going to happen. But it's a Kinner item, so. So on the other end of the spectrum, from giant vehicles to tiny vehicles, is the mini are the mini rigs. So Empire Strikes Back, I believe, had five: the CAP two, INT four, 
MTV7, PDT8, MLC3. That's just a string of letters and numbers that mean nothing to nobody. Because it was but, just kind of uh, going nuts and making stuff up, yeah. freestyling. <laughs> so. yeah, there's a lot of fun stuff in there, and there's more for Return of the Jedi and the other lines. But um, that's, you know, it would be awesome to see some of those kind of updated with more modern, uh, a more modern eye, I guess. Mm. Um, and kind of I, the, I'd uh, love to know. see some of those hit, uh, you know, live action. You know, things like Cap yeah, 2 yeah. would be great if all of a sudden you just saw a boss rock up in a Cap 2. And <laughs> yeah. every, everyone would want it, wouldn't they? Uh, but, yeah. you know, Book of Boba season two, that'd be awesome. It'd be like yeah. if like a main character got a brand new N1 or something, we'd all want it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> But no, they, those works. those vehicles. I mean, I you know I grew up with those, and I I think I had yeah. them all actually all the mini rigs. I, some of the Jedi ones I didn't, but I think um, you know I never as a child questioned. Hold well, a minute, these aren't in the films, or these aren't part. Yeah. You just automatically you, you took them in as Star Wars, and you just made your own stories with them. And and I think certainly people of my era would love to see those again. But how far do you take something that doesn't exist? How how do you turn it into a collector vehicle or collector grade vehicle when you haven't really mm-hmm. got anything to reference it from? Um, you'd be making up quite a lot, I guess. I'll, I'll just say, as close as we got to that in the modern era, I think was sort of the in the Clone Wars stuff. And again, the Shadows of the Dark Side line, which, you know, you had like a smaller version of Grievous's wheel bike. You had a smaller version of the Y-Wing. Um, you had some of these Republic attack dropships or whatever that you know, you could say they're just off screen. They're made by the same people that made the Republic gunship or whatever, but it's just a smaller one man version of it. Um, I did. I really like those. Um, it, you know, it's just another fun dimension to the line. Maybe not in place of anything else, but if they extend the uh, speeder bike range to include, you know, movie accurate speeders, show accurate speeders, I would like to see some of these mini rigs sprinkled in. I think, you know, yeah, cool. as, as vintage Kinder updates, that wouldn't be. I think people would welcome that maybe and not get too mad that they're taking the place of something I, I don't know what if what if they uh, and this is i'm saying this because i'm not trying to make this happen it's not that i want <laughs> this to happen this uh, it's both a fear and a concern but also like kind of like a hope if it's you know not taking away from tvc at all but what if they did what if they reissued these in the retro collection like what if they and some of these only Kenner things. I like, could actually like see that rigs. more likely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not that it's like not in place of TVC. Well, God, let me just say that a bunch with waving hands. Like seriously, don't <laughs> don't so like anybody who's listening to this. I'm just freaking out and waving my hands really hard at yeah. John and Lewis. Like, no, don't kill me. It's. <laughs> but I, yeah, I mean that might be a better way to do. It. Like you said, they wouldn't have to invent so much of the vehicle. It'd just be a one to one translation. Yeah. It would keep the costs lower. Um. I, I, I would genuinely not, not say that I'm not sure. I mean, I've said this before. I think I'm not sure I want to see vehicles in the retro line. I think the, yeah. a handful yeah. of figures a year is enough for me. But yeah. I have seen a lot of people, you know, on Instagram and things sort of calling out for, or oh, it'd be great to see this in the retro line or great to see that. And there are people out there that would buy them, I'm sure. I mean, if the retro figures are a way to get more three and three quarter figures on shelf that aren't as complicated, aren't as expensive, that, you know, the same could hold true for those vehicles. Um, and it could be a similar thing. I, oh, sorry. Well, space-wise, it's not something that I want to see happen because no. you know. And, and again, I would prefer the, the tooling, the development dollars go towards TVC vehicles. But it is, it's a possibility. It's a possibility. Mm-hmm. I'd rather see retro than like Mission Fleet, if you ask me. Like that—that that seems to me the more logical jump is the simpler figures, Kenner-based figures, and even if they yeah. have vehicles with them. 
then it's mm. make the jump to the adult line, the vintage collection or the more collector focus line, but get the, get, get hooked on retro. Cause it's simple, colorful, fun, just exactly how a lot of us got hooked on this stuff. Lewis, that's what you had when you were exactly. a kid. And yeah, you know, I wasn't I still have a sweet, you know, soft spot, should I say for the retro stuff, because yeah. it, it, it does remind me of that. Yeah. So I, this isn't me saying I want a vehicles in retro collection that I hope it happens. It's just like, there's some things I think would be interesting possibilities. And even though I wasn't born in the seventies, uh, one of the vehicles I grew up with the most in my kid or in my collection as a kid was a, one of the seven, 1978, um, Luke's land speeder. That was my favorite vehicle. One of my favorite vehicles growing up is I had that, uh, vintage Kenner one that I would always pop all my modern figures into and drive around. So, yeah, uh, it's, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be heartbroken if they were just like, Hey, we're going to release that again. So, yeah. <laughs> but it's a special thing. It, it's beaten. It's absolutely beaten to hell. Oh, wow. Oh, I that love that thing. My, I mean, that was well played with. Yeah. The springs still work on it, but it's lost a bit yeah. of, yeah. But yeah, I love that. That's nice. one of my favorites of all time. One. I had the power of the forest one that was similar to that. I don't, I Basically guess it was the same mechanisms. Yeah. Yeah. I think they didn't yeah. have an open in front. It had a pop up in front. Yeah. And I think it had the, the exposed um, engine thing. That yeah. The Kenner one doesn't, but yeah, that one got a lot of play in my, uh, yeah. childhood imagination play sorry uh, for derailing on retro no, collection no. guys yeah, yeah. just yeah. wanted to mention that just in when we're, when well, we're no, talking about mini rigs to, i think yeah if they do retro collection vehicles i'd rather see mini rigs than you know another x-wing repaint or whatever yeah i don't know yeah yeah but on the return of the jedi if that's all right yeah mm-hmm. please uh one vehicle was the b-wing fighter uh which was in tvc in 2012 that was another one that had been kind of i think that's still based on the kenner one but it has a new cockpit, mm-hmm. um, which I think that one's fine. I think it's pretty good. And I'm sure there's inaccuracies, but to me, that never bothered me. It never sticks out as something that I really need a new version of. Um, I don't know about you guys, but I think it's pretty good. I don't I don't have that vehicle at all. I, I actually oh, well. yeah, I found I one that was missing all its pieces at Goodwill the other day. I didn't buy it. I oh, should have, well. but it was it's like five bucks. I should have grabbed it, but... I should have gotten, they had one in a legacy collection, the Dagger Squadron one, which was from some obscure comic that I never read. But um, that one had stickers so it could represent any member of, any of like five different designs from that squadron. I should have gotten five of those bad boys. Yeah, in but I didn't. That, I didn't. That's the one I've, I've got that one, but I picked that up uh, used somewhere. And so again, it's not fully complete. And you know, okay. that's, that's the only B-Wing fighter I've got. I guess the the vintage one doesn't have the weathering that the modern ships do, but that could be nice to see. I don't know. We have the B-Wing pilot in TVC, but yeah. uh, not the, I don't know. Uh, I guess we do have the B-Wing. Anyway, because I was just talking about it. Uh, <laughs> TIE Interceptor was an Amazon exclusive in 2013. That ship's pretty good. I have no need for an update. Again, maybe weathering, but I don't need it. Uh, it's pretty good. However, one that I really do want an update of perhaps my most wanted original trilogy vehicle is the Y-Wing fighter. Because again, that is one that they never sculpted an all new version. Um, they did the Clone Wars version, which is big and bad and awesome. But uh, even the vintage collection one from 2011 is still based on the Kenner sculpt. Um, in 98, I believe alongside the skiff as a target ex- exclusive. I remember, or no, a little bit later than that power of the Jedi, 2000, 2001, um, they released it in, uh, with like now it had an affixed droid head in the back, um, which they repacked and repainted a couple times, and then so the vintage collection one brought back the open droid socket for the first time in the modern line, but it had like red coloring, 
still based on that old Kinder Skull from 1983, which was still small back then. It was too small back then. Um, yeah, that's one that I really want a new one of. I would agree I with that. We said so far. I would love mm-hmm. to see that. That's it's always been one of my favorite of the Rebel ships. So I was super stoked yeah. when we got to see the prototype versions in like Clone Wars and Rebels and all that. I thought that was a lot of fun. So yeah, and in Rogue One, they have some. They get featured very well. Yeah. Um, there's even a cool uh, one in Rise of Skywalker that kind of recreates the Macquarie art for a minute. Um, I think Zori and uh, Babu Frick fly in it. Oh, man. Babu Frick I, would, I would absolutely love that if they just <laughs> made a new one and then they put it on a Rise yeah. of Skywalker box <laughs> and it included a repack of Zori, but she came with the Babu Frick. <laughs> Whatever it takes to get Babu. But, oh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, I'd prefer the hey, uh, hey. rebel version, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's two figures in your Comtech chip. Yep. <laughs> um, another one from the Kinder Days is the Ewok Combat Glider. I guess that's a vehicle. Uh, it was never in TVC, but it was released a couple times prior in the 2004 Saga uh, Ultimate line, Ultra line, I mean, and in a uh, battle pack a couple years later. That could be cool for Return of the Jedi 40th next year. Was that? Um, the same as the glider that came with like the the Endor no. pop-up planet. Okay. That we talked about no because that one was affixed to the uh the complete galaxy um globe of Endor. Yeah. But this one. But you could take it out. Yeah, well the 2004 one is freestanding. It's okay. um, not it's not um fabric, it's all plastic. Okay. Um I have a soft spot with, for that that uh, uh the earlier one with the fabric because yeah. uh that was one of my most played with things with that's why i thought it was tebow that ewok is what yeah, i was yeah, confused yeah, yeah, and yep. think is tebow we've talked about that sorry about that but we, we brought it up well because you brought it up and then we, we figured out why you thought it was tebow afterwards because it was from a book which yeah i don't think we discussed in the show but it was from like an old kid's book yeah um the 2004 one came with i believe the talk it uh he has black fur and a green hood and then or sort of ish it's a little bit uh, washed out he could be more saturated the figure and then the 2009 2010 battle pack one came with i want to say warrock and yes but we need a new warrock and tvc that's one of the figures we'll get into that later let's finish the 96 thing <laughs> but um i don't hate that glider i could use a new one i would like it to be able to stand uh, you know a flight stand would be awesome because i used to have fishing line kind of on the shelves and it would fall yeah, down and smash my <laughs> indoor figures all the time <laughs> so i could never quite get it to work out so i'd love a flight stand on that guy um yeah so okay now the big one for return of the jedi which gets brought up a lot and i wish tyler were here for this but he is not i want to hear this hashtag tyler rant on this one. Oh, don't the worry imperial- we will yeah. throw to that after this little bit <laughs> it's the imperial shuttle of course the tide mm-hmm. uh shuttle tidarium lambda class shuttle whatever you want to call it never in tvc the kinder mold was repacked without i don't know if it had electronics but it was repacked in 2002 without electronics and, and in 2006 in the quote-unquote saga line and in saga collection has not been sold since i don't know the aftermarket price on that probably expensive um that's another one that comes up like the sand crawler on haslab wish lists because it's another big vehicle from the original trilogy um i will say the emperor's particular shuttle has never been made it has a darker gray stripe down the middle of it um if anybody cares i'm sure tana um, does yeah <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, he already has a great display and he's in the process of adding to it. And I've seen other people with awesome displays of the Emperor's arrival scene from Return of the Jedi with, you know, the procession. Obviously, you need Similu in there, of course. It's incomplete without Similu. Yep. It's trash <laughs> well, without Similu. Well, bearing in mind the mold is as old as Similu, the, of that, yeah, that yeah. shuttled mold, then it'd probably go with it anyway, wouldn't it? 
Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so it's another 1983 design, but hear me out. Uh, I think it does everything that it needs to do. It looks pretty good for what it is, in my opinion. You can tell me I'm wrong. You can tell me I'm dumb in a minute, as I'm sure Tyler will in the pre-recorded <laughs> segment. It's, it's all it's going to be. I'm going to have him. I'm just going to put in the yeah. audio of him pleading his case, and it's just going to be John. You're a dumb, dumb, dummy. It's going to be. It needs to be new. Yeah. <laughs> Beleaguered it, sigh with yeah. five people doesn't count. <laughs> Quick. <laughs> it's, a, it's a big vehicle, though, isn't it? I mean, it's a big vehicle, yeah. but it's still undersized. I know we were saying about this earlier, obviously, that a lot of them are undersized anyway, but it is undersized. So yeah. the question is, if it was redone, would people want to see it bigger? Would that just make it too big as a piece that doesn't really would, do a lot? I don't know. You know. Would it even fit on a shelf at a yeah, certain point? Like, like, I don't know what... I don't know what you guys would like to see in a new one. Uh, we did see it in the Mandalorian. It got a little bit of action finally um, as they were, you know, about to invade the Imperial light cruiser. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw Vader get dropped off. Normally, I mean, it drops people off. It picks them up. It's a shuttle. It is a, what? you know, it's a bus basically for Imperials. It's not the most exciting ship. There this was sh- the, um, sorry. What? Oh, I was just going to say, I it's, this shows how many times I've been watching. I can't distinguish if I'm watching the actual edit or the fan edit that I like of Rise of Skywalker. Because <laughs> in one of those, uh, a character that shall not be named by me uh, flies that to Exegol to help save the oh, day. Oh, no, no. That's in the fan edit. That's in, in the fan the, edit. Okay. Well, see, I like that more. Movie, so, yeah. <laughs> in the real movie, he flies an X-Wing because they want JJ wanted to show... No, Ray uh, flies, the flies the TIE fighter. He yeah. flies the TIE fighter because he wanted That's to right. show the X-Wing next to the TIE fighter is what I mean. Mm. Um, and then there we have the TIE fighter on its wings upright, which Doug Cheng didn't like and the Mandalorian collapses down. Anyway, it makes no sense because they don't have a, uh, it's established that they don't have a hyperdrive. So headcanon it, it's the Imperial shuttle that he flies. <laughs> So. Well, that's the, and then, yeah, they, they rewrote, they said, I think it's, I forget what they call it, um, but it's, it's a TIE fighter that actually does have a, uh, not only did it survive the Death Star explosion and 30 years in the water, but it has a hyperdrive. Well, I guess, you know, similar to how Luke got the only stormtrooper belt in the entire history of the Empire that has a grappling hook on the Death Star, I can find <laughs> that Kylo got the only one that has a hyperdrive. Yep. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, no, it is not in Rise of Skywalker, unless you're watching whatever fan edit you like. But it's better um, that it's, way. It, it's been in it's been in a lot of shows recently. You know, for me, mine does what it needs to do. It looks cool on a shelf. It sits there. The wings do open. It's a little janky. Um, the pegs in the foot pegs inside are sized to the old Kinner figure, so it can't even fit modern figures. I don't I mean, need it, a new one, it's, honestly. It's, it's such a it's an iconic vehicle and to be honest it's been such a long while since we've seen one I, I, it wouldn't be bad to see it again um no. it's sort of one of those things where people who didn't get the chance you know la- i say first time around but the last few times uh it'd be good for them to pick it up but i don't have one again it's it's this thing if it if they're not going to go on shelves because retailers are too worried about stocking big vehicles then it's it's one of those things that's either going to have to be an exclusive, isn't it? Or, and you know, someone's going to have to pick that up as an exclusive. So, and then it wouldn't be, and then it would be a repack because no one's going to pay for a whole new mold. So I know it's a weird, it sits in a weird area where you think, well, how would we get it out again? How would we, how would we see it? But yeah. And yeah, I I appreciate that a lot of people didn't get it. I mean, it was 16 years ago. The last time it was updated, the, you know, looks like I'm looking on eBay right now. The old one, the 84 one goes for like 200 bucks right now. The new yeah. one, a little more than that. Newer version, a little more than that. 
I don't know what the, a new one wouldn't. I don't feel like it would be a significant enough upgrade from the old one. That's my problem. Like it would be cooler, could be bigger, could be a little more detailed and sculpting, could have a better interior for sh- for sure. But it, it's, the old one isn't so bad, and a new one couldn't have so many improvements that it doesn't get me that excited. I guess personally, I would. You know, of course, I'd love to say all new i'd love to get a new all, all new one of those because i i don't have one at all so i but mm. i do think that if they were to take the old one and just make some further tweets or tweets tweaks uh <laughs> and um you know bring like you know the peg holes and stuff so it would require a little bit of re uh re-sculpting remolding on just a couple parts not the whole thing overall I'd probably give it a better wash i'm sure it give it a better anyway. wash yeah, yeah. i give it that emperor dark stripe if you have to and that would be that would be such an amazing vehicle to get in quarter four of 2023 is just like a to wrap up the return of the jedi anniversary year sure here's this i think that would be the perfect time for that that would be amazing to get one of those for return of jedi 40 uh be it all new or a partially redone version so and i would i mean there are multiple ones in in the films even within return of the jedi so i would i would buy it yeah. Um, and again, pack a Similu in there. I'd probably buy two. Damn it. Why did I just say that? He's not going to do it. <laughs> On a card. Uh, yeah. Yes. Oh, God. Yep. But, so I don't know. I'd, uh, I'd be I excited for that. I I dread the price tag regardless of yeah. if it's a repack yeah. because we've seen what they do with something that requires zero new tooling being do I need, ridiculously expensive. But Do I really need smaller foot pegs for $600? I don't know. That <laughs> but the answer is yes, John. The answer is yes. yes like, <laughs> I, do, I do for Similu. Yeah, the yeah, Simulu. Now we're talking, though. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so for Return of the Jedi mini rigs, there were a couple more: the ISP six, the Desert Sail Skiff, the AST five, and the Indoor Forest Ranger. Um, we already kind of talked about mini rigs in general. I will say for the Desert Sail Skiff, I always thought that would be a cool thing. Back when the sail barge was just a dream item, mm. um, I, you know, because like the, I thought it would be a cool thing to include with it for a little quote unquote whooshability, similar to how the 2008 Falcon has the little um, escape pod. So that, you know, you can have something to actually fly around while the Falcon <laughs> sits on your shelf and never quick, moves. Quick aside, that's the title of the episode. Spell it for me. Whooshability. <laughs> W-H-O-O-S-H-A-B-I-L-I-T-Y. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, these vehicles need whooshability. Um, and if you and if you put a particular uh, Nikto guard in there, it can have a woofability too. So, uh, <laughs> All right. That's, yeah. Uh, this episode's done. <laughs> cut it. Cut it. Cut that. Cut that. Cut that. <laughs> But, uh, okay, back to the the real uh, skiff, I guess, in the Power of the Force line now. Uh, we had the Tatooine skiff, which we did get updated in TVC in 2019. But the uh, Power of the Force box has an awesome painting on it that was totally different. Power of the Force had, um, you know, more artwork than the other versions with the other lines, which are just photos of the item with kids and or figures around them. Not Andor figures around, but and slash or. <laughs> there um, are no Andor figures. Get out of here. <laughs> yes. Oh, God. But, uh, yeah, I call that one done. It's good enough. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the vehicle's great. Um, Ewok Battle Wagon. <laughs> Wait, you call the skiff good enough? That thing's amazing. No, 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 no. I mean, like, if you really <laughs> want to split hairs and put it out in a Power of the Force box with a painting on it, you could. But I call it a good enough update to that. The vehicle itself oh, okay. is perfect and needs no. Okay. Perfect no notes. Yeah. Yes, the vehicle itself okay. is great. Box. It's just the packaging. All it's right. good enough. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me. But uh, 
if I say, you know, a 40-year-old Imperial shuttle is good enough, I definitely say that a, a three-year-old Tatooine skiff is good enough. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, whatever um, spice you're smoking, I need some yeah. of that. So. <laughs> <laughs> the other uh, larger vehicle in Power of the Force was the Ewok Battle Wagon, which has never been remade since then. It was uh, retooled and repurposed for the um, Robin Hood line, Prince of Thieves line in the mid A lot of the Ewok along, things were. Yeah, alongside the uh, set, Indoor yeah. Village playset, yeah. But... You know, it's not in the movies. I think, honestly, I'm, I haven't seen the second Ewok movie, actually. And uh, I haven't seen the first one in a long time. That's why I haven't seen the second one. I've, seen I've only been on Disney+. I might have fallen asleep in one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't remember <laughs> I, I really excited, wedding, to be fair. I got really excited when Disney Plus added all the retro stuff last year. And then I started watching Ewoks for like six episodes. And I was like, <laughs> I, I think I'm good on this stuff, actually. Guys, this hear me out. Can we do a, can we do a group watch? Of the Ewok movies oh, and like do God. do like a commentary and keep track of like what toys we want from it. <laughs> Wolford Grimley, good. number one, yep, put him in yep. front of the Ewok battle wagon like a Mad Max style thing. Um, so I Witness. think I think that appears in one of. The <laughs> oh, what a lovely day! Even with my diabetes. Yup, nub. But it, yeah. <laughs> so, but I think it wasn't one of those movies. I I don't know. Uh, you know, we'll verify during the rewatch. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Would be cool to have out maybe next year for Return of the Jedi 40th. I don't know. Um, and then I had some pseudo mini rigs. The book says that they're not technically mini rigs, but Santa Skimmer, Imperial Sniper, and Security Scout. Closing out that line, sort of. Um, but there were a few small items in the next line. Droids. Last but not least, actually, also least. Um, <laughs> there are two small ones, the Side Gunner and the ATL Interceptor. I don't know if those appeared. I did watch Droids a, a while ago almost a decade ago now and like every episode you know it was great because they would have new bad guys flying in these like small one-man vehicles that were like clearly kinner inspired or inspired kinner whatever or designed by both teams working side by side to sell toys God, as, yeah, as it should be which is as god intended it's almost like <laughs> cartoons in the 80s were designed to sell toys yes. <laughs> the disney plus shows could sell all these toys if they just made them anyway oh, my but, heart uh, it hurts uh, one that I do want them to make in TVC, which has been made in the modern line before a number of times in a number of ways, uh, is the A-Wing fighter, of course, the last of the rebel ships to be made in the Kinder days. Um, the OT version uh, was last released in Legacy Collection in 2009. That was a Walmart exclusive, I believe, 2009 or 10. And that was another one they would... Because um, I, th I think the Power of the Force one was... Was it all new or was it based on the, the Kinder one? I don't, I don't recall. I couldn't tell you that because I never I, had it. I think okay. it was based on the Kenner one because it had some uh, mechanics in it that reminded me of some of the Kenner uh, yeah, features. Yeah, like so, a, you hold on to the back, you push the button on the back, and the uh, thing, the cockpit pops up. Um, yeah, and then of course they did the infamous uh, Nerf gun version for Hera, which I don't think it's that bad. Whatever, turn it over. And that's actually that's one of the more that's one of the more egregious Nerf guns because there's no way to hide it. I no. think is there a way to hide it? Uh, no, there's no. not. It's currently no, behind me. Um, it it like pops in and it extends when you push it out. I did have a lot of fun playing with the Nerf. I was gonna say you guns, say whooshability, okay. and uh, that 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 vehicle yes. did get a lot of whooshability from me when it came out. So yeah, my my roommate and I at the time we would just see how far I can go across the apartment, and it was you know a great way to spend <laughs> our mid twenties. But you know. Yeah. Uh, we are all so yeah. lonely. <laughs> we paint such a bleak picture. I didn't have $40. You were playing with a Nerf well, you know, toy. It's better than, 
Nerf guns, if you're going to buy the damn Nerf gun toy, you can at least play with it, okay? Yeah, yeah for of sure. Going on the for sure. And crying about it for a decade, as <laughs> most everybody else does. So, anyway. Yeah, I played with um, them. I had fun with it. They also had the Last Jedi versions, uh, Tally Lintra's uh, Starfighter, and then another generic one that looked more like the Return of the Jedi one. It's not the same, but it's the same colors. Those are very thin. Um, I think too thin. I don't know. The A-Wing is a weird vehicle because it is very small. You can see it also at Galaxy's Edge, at least the uh, sequel version. Um, so that is, I, I would at least like a TVC version. I don't hate the Legacy version. Um, so I wouldn't mind just a repack of that. I, they could take another look at the uh, schematics, the designs. That would be a great one for Return of the Jedi 40th next year. I would love to see that. That would make and me then do a, very you know, a chase yeah, version. I'd, I'd be happy with that. Chase version, uh, do a Return of the Jedi box first and then chase version in a droids box if you really wanted to sell. Well, I would buy multiples, so so many multiples. Hasbro, come on! <laughs> we, and then, we keep talking about the Return of the Jedi 40th, but um, well, I know the ship has sailed for the uh, uh, Star Wars 45th anniversary, but we start planning for Empire 45th and you know, the Star Wars 50th. Those are all coming up, so... Yeah, uh, it's got to be something. They did say they'd have more for Return of the Jedi 40th than they did for the other, so I appreciate that. Well, more, which would be zero times anything. zero yes. is <laughs> yeah. still oh. zero. <laughs> that's true that's true they could make one but, figure and that would be yeah exponentially better han so. with the same old legs oh god if uh, so help me god i just want to say that right now <laughs> if that new han is still uses a single piece of that han's legs or hands, hands. yeah or torso yeah. any piece of that han <laughs> i am I'm going to yeah. do a Tyler sigh and flip a table. It's <laughs> uh, mm, that figure yeah, yeah. bothers me. And yet I still <laughs> bought the reissue, whatever. Yeah. yeah I bought it too. We all bought it. Is, is there, the trench coat hides so the flaws. So many times. Some yes, of them. Yes. So but, uh, uh, whatever. So one last droids item, as Lewis mentioned ahead of the show, um, never released in the actual line, but sort of infamously unreleased. And actually in the show was the white witch which is sort of a sleek white uh, racer. I believe that's in the arc where they race speeders with yes, Boba Fett's involved. Yeah. Does Boba Fett fly it or the other uh, guys? No, fly the it? other guys, but he's in that. Fal Jobin and George Doucette, and I don't know why I remember that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Boba Fett's in there and he's showing off and not using a blaster because nobody shot a gun in that show, but yeah. he could fly a ship real fast. Anyway, which maybe that's, you know, those guys actually reminded me a lot of the mods. Um, they had kind of the similar haircuts, one of those girls and... Yeah. I mean, that's probably what they were inspired by, the mods were, because maybe. we know Rodriguez, you know, is all about that stuff. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> all that Kenner era stuff. So it, It's possible. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt on that one. But yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. That's another one that I thought could be a fun candidate for retro collection, as we were saying, um, mm -hmm. just because that's one of those, you know, unmade items that sort of hold. I, I hold the candle for the unmade items, the parking lot items of the modern line. But, you know, a lot of people do that for the Kenner line. And there's a whole whole um, rabbit hole of the unmade, the 86 pitch, which I would like to cover at some point, but not yeah. today. Yeah. But um, well, like one thing I'll say was like the uh, the sand speeder, which actually Lego did make. It was a like a, a tan and orange version of the uh, snow speeder. It was Kinner as a pitch to ex extend the line, but it was, you know, that and the White Witch, some of these items that didn't uh, ended, end up making it out. Um and there have been customizers that made, I know Lando Griffin from the Facebook group has a um, repro, retro repro white witch um, bootleg, how, if you will. How would you feel so, about if they did 
the White Witch <clears throat> instead of in TVC if they did it as a retro release. Yeah, that's like, what I mean. I think yeah, I think that would yeah, that might better scratch the itch for some people than a TVC one. I don't know. I think it would be more appropriate yeah. that way for I me. Think it would be it's more appropriate. Yeah, it's also incredibly risky, so it'd probably incredibly. be cheaper than a yeah hundred dollar yeah. TVC version with you know. I just think it would be perfect for the folks such as yourself that would hold the candle for the unmade items of, you know, yesteryear. Yes, yeah, and, yeah, I uh, agree. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think that would be fun. Just like, hey, this thing that you never got, but almost did. And it's released as yeah. as it was originally concepted. So, yeah, yeah, I agree. I don't think they're ever going to move past the um, I don't think they're ever going to do more droid stuff in the modern line behind beyond uh, R2-3PO and Boba. Yeah, it would be cool. I think White Witch would be awesome. So I don't know. If we get a Kaibo run in TVC before yes. we get a Kylo run. They had those TIE fighters with uh, just like pirate symbols on the side. So that could be another. I'm, I'm surprised they didn't do that when they did the like the rebel uh, insignia on the side of the TIE fighter. That was just one of those items. It's like, oh, my God, where are we going now? Back yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so those, those are the Kenner vehicles. There's probably some that I missed. So yell at us online and tell us what we got wrong. But yeah. Yeah, that's that's my list. I'd be I'd be happy to see quite a few of those uh, in TVC in some form or another, either as a repack, repaint, or you know, some of them definitely all new. Um, the yeah. OT is notoriously well covered. Who knew? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But so, I guess I want to go through that list to also say, you know, people complain about vehicles and OT stuff not being in the line, but it has they have been covered quite well, um, if not in TVC, then in the modern line. So, like, I don't care about the Rebel transport really. Some of these could use upgrades, but I'm happy enough with the versions that we have. So I would generally rather see um, fully unmade stuff. I do want the Y-Wing. I like it in a TVC A-Wing, but generally speaking, let's go with some new stuff. How about Exactly. Well, and yeah, Lewis, you had mentioned that too, where anything that's unmade is more exciting to you than something that's already been yeah. covered before. And, and, and we've talked about it too a few times with, uh, seeing things like the sand crawler popping up on the Haslab requests. Uh, I know we're, we're part of the push of, you know, asking for Haslab figure packs to further flesh out the figure offerings of the line so that there is more figure support if they do bigger items uh, and also getting TBC caught up uh, with some missing, you know, <laughs> egregious omissions from the line. Uh, but yeah, you know, whenever we open up the floor for HasLab requests, you've got stuff like the ghost, you've got stuff like the mm -hmm. sand crawler, you know, where, yes, these are big dream items. And as, as we've mentioned before, retail is hesitant to do so. I think that would probably be the only way to get a brand new uh, Imperial shuttle would be through HasLab. Um and I think it would do yeah. fine. I, I shuttles would do fine, uh, or like not shuttles. Vehicles do fine. It's the tried and true formula for like, Haslab. So you sounded like Qui Gon there with credits will do fine. Credits like will were, do mind fine. Mind tricking Hasbro. Shuttles will sell. You should. Shuttles you will should sell. Them. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about that. We'll see. Yeah. Some kind of Jedi waving your hand around like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I. It's just yeah. Uh, vehicles are the obvious thing to default to for Haslabs because again the two it's what we've seen so far yeah the two successful TVC ones have been amazing dream vehicle items um black series I doubt vehicles would be I know I see a lot of black series fans like when are we getting the black series x-wing or a black series tie fighter it's like well you already got a tie fighter once it <laughs> the bed and yeah. you know no more sorry guys so <sighs> I, I don't yeah. foresee any vehicles coming to <laughs> to them uh, even as a Haslab, I don't see that happening. They couldn't even get a Rancor 
past the line and that's a cool scene scene piece but whatever i don't know as far as the ghost i i know you know it comes up a lot like and uh, john miko in the star wars of vintage collection facebook group ran that poll a month or two ago asking what people would want to see as a has and that won the poll is from the options that were given and it, it does come up a lot and people when we did those has figure packs um the rebels pack. Uh, con- when I did those concepts, the rebels pack was far and away the most popular of the four that we did. Yeah. Um, because I think that's the property that a lot of you know. Yeah, it's coming back. We've discussed hole, it a it? lot. Yeah, we just yeah. we so just what? don't have anything. It's just a big gaping yeah, hole in the collection. Completely so. ignored. Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to see how big because I don't know how big uh, the VCX one hundred light freighter, aka the ghost that we know how big it's supposed to, to be. To a falcon? Is it that? That's what I think. Size? Um. Yeah. yeah. I'm hitting the Wikipedia right now because I don't. I'm not a. I'm not a ship size guy. I'm a background character name kind of guy. But uh, I think it's slightly bigger than the Falcon. Is it? Yeah. yeah. So it's you know, and they, for sure. Because they spent the Ghost Crew spends a lot of time on it. They are the Ghost Crew. They spend a lot of time on their ship. But it's like their home. You know that they have. They each have their own room, or they share with somebody else. But there's like a common area. There's the um kind of the hold area. There's a lot of different and the space Phantom. on it. There's yeah, yeah the, the Phantom docks, yeah. both Phantoms dock in the back. There's, uh, you know, a cockpit where four people sit comfortably. Um, let me see. So Wikipedia says the Millennium Falcon was 34.52 to 34.75 meters with a width of 25.61 meters. And a VCX is, yeah, it's about 10 meters larger each way. Right, so that's pretty okay. big. It's pretty big, pretty big. But, you know... I imagine, I think when most people think of a ghost, they imagine the, the BMF, the Big William Falcon, That's as sort of the, the guideline for it. Anything bigger, you would really start to struggle to find space, wouldn't you, in a collection yeah. room anyway? So I can't even find space for the Falcon currently. No. I've still got the one from Same. a couple years ago yeah. boxed up. But uh, yeah, so I mean, that is a consideration with all these vehicles. Again, as we said, with any of the capital ships, it's hard, but even something like the ghost would be hard. It is, you know, it's if you watch Rebels, it's in probably every episode or close to it. Um, and if we we've, we're most, bound to see it in live action at some yeah, point, it's, I, I, I forgot to rewatch the uh, the leaked version of the Ahsoka teaser, yeah. but I can't remember if it's in there. But you know, so many rebels, Hera's in in the show, so Hera and Chopper in the show, so there's a zero percent chance that the ghost won't be in that show. And it was, of course, had cameos in Rogue One back in the big screen right now. Probably not yeah. when this episode comes out, but uh, and Rise of Skywalker. Not that that's mm-hmm. any reason to uh, you know produce a five hundred dollar ship, but. Yeah. But you it's know something. It, I think yeah. That's the hang up though I do with want it, to see it is not having figures for it, uh, and that's why the yes. Hasbro figure packs come in. The, where yeah, they, so that's why we're talking about them. So my my most wanted Haslabs at the moment would be you know a back to back Rebels crew and the Ghost. And so um, you'd have to do the crew first, I think, to get them yeah. Yeah. to back the, the vehicle after. Because yeah. so many people would be. We still have, some, and that's another topic we'll go down. But like you know, so many of the vehicles and playsets of the modern era still are missing. Pop, you know, important figures, maybe not popular figures, but um, popular requests. Um, so yeah, the, with the rebels being completely absent, I think putting the figures out first would be a good idea, and then the vehicle. However, since we are probably seeing it in Ahsoka. Would you guys want to see it as like an Ahsoka release in Haslab? Because we're almost definitely, I'm sure we'll be getting a Sabine. I'd, I'd take it however they wanted to offer it. I was just going to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So true, true. long as they do, some, they find a way to get the Rebels versions of the characters out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like agreed, I, agreed. we need 
to be able to have those multiple versions. Like I want the characters we'd see interact with it hypothetically in Ahsoka. I'd like to see figures from Ahsoka. I know that's a tall order uh, to ask for figures from new <laughs> media, uh, but the rebels are essential. We spent four seasons with those characters. We saw them in yeah. that thing all the time. And it is, and I've said this so many times that show itself is the found, like is the cornerstone. It's the foundation mm. of all of the quote unquote felony verse yeah. stuff that's going on now. And it's, I think it's silly to not have something that is iconic in modern star Wars now at this point mm-hmm. to yeah. not have that on the line. And it's, and it's also OT, isn't it? Which a lot of people yeah. buy into. So yeah. Yeah, that box. And I think because it was the first big Disney Star Wars production, and it's it's still fairly beloved. It might maybe didn't have you know the viewership of the movies or whatever or the modern, uh, the Mandalorian modern Disney Plus shows. But you know it was a Disney XD cable show, hard kind of hard to track down sometimes. But now that it is, as you say, being you know seeded throughout all these new shows and stuff and so important to Ahsoka's journey in the Mandalorian and her series and everything um more people are probably seeking it out I know multiple people personally that are re- watching Clone Wars for the first time because it is so important to the upcoming live action shows that they are now interested in because of the Mandalorian I'm sure they will continue on to Rebels and watch it and fall in love with those characters and I rewatched it during uh quarantine and it was you know loved it all over again yep and uh so even if it if it maybe was obscure, I don't know if it was, but I think more and more people are coming onto it and will continue to come onto it. Um, so I think the ghost is is my top choice, ghost and the figure pack. Same, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, just a little bit away from the Haslab stuff as kind of wrap up thoughts here. Um, I had kind of typed here, you know, what kind of range would you like to see in terms of getting vehicles out there in TVC? Uh, for example, you know, multiple tiers of it, I think we've kind of hinted at, you know, small vehicles, medium vehicles, large vehicles, and HasLab vehicles. Is that some kind of uh, classification breakup that you think would be something to uh, experiment with? Or how, how are you envis- envisioning, you know, what kind of price points, what kind of vehicle lines are you guys thinking of? Well, well, I would literally love to see one vehicle on shelf first, for sure. Which we have not seen yeah. in a long but time. But say, and then, say, and then we'll get sure, sure. Yeah, say that we are, yeah, that, you mean, know, in vintage collection, we start seeing more as you know, we're seeing more figure di- diversity in terms of you know, um, standard release, uh, exclusive release, a couple di- uh, a couple dollars higher, uh, deluxe releases, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'd love to see that. I mean, in previous lines, Shadows of the Dark Side, Clone Wars, uh, Beyond, Before and After. They'd have class one, class two, class three vehicles, you know. And they did that with the sequels and the Force Link stuff. Yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah, even those. um, Where you have like your single person ships like Ray's Speeder and Ezra Speeder and stuff. And a little beyond that, you have the Starfighters, the A-Wings, the whatever. And then above that, you have the $40, $50 X-Wings, whatever. Which, again, obviously they'd be more expensive now. And especially because everybody needs a million paint apps and uh, moving pieces. um, So they're going to be more expensive. I don't even know, whatever, but that's another tale. Um, yeah. yeah, I would love to see it. I think, as we've said, pushing over $100 at retail is probably not going to happen, but um, up to and including that, I think, would be would be good. I'm curious to see what the speeder bike is going to look like in terms of, you know, uh, price, like where it's going to fall in the in the pricing scheme yeah. of TVC. So I think I'm that worried. would be probably I, more worried than curious. <laughs> well, yeah, that I'm curious because I think that's going to be a yeah. bit of a barometer for what to expect. Um, I can't get over the the slave one 
re repack. That's the two hundred dollars for that is just that's a kick to the teeth. I don't I don't get that one. Uh, it's a strange shame on you, Hasbro. That's that's not that's not Hasbro, one I agree with or support. Hasbro yeah, did drop so. it over here, didn't they? They got the price a little bit high over here, and they did drop it. But it's still yes. it's still round about the price of the the front room. And and again, you just look at those two, and you go totally newly tooled, completely newly tooled front room with figure, uh, yeah. all yeah. those little accessories, and then you have got this side. You've got a repainted with okay new figure, but. And, and they're, they're a similar price, and that's that's where it's insane. But you know, we talked about it earlier. I guess it's they must price these things accordingly. Perhaps one offsets the other. Who knows? Yeah, um, yeah. Same with the X wings. Like maybe they can set. You know, Luke's X wing helps pay for Pose. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe this is the yeah. counterbalance to the playset sort of thing. Uh, as as far know. as the speeder bike yeah. um, price, I think I th- I'm sure it was twenty bucks, twenty five bucks when it was a Toys R Us, Toys R Us exclusive ten years ago. So fifty. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so 50 now because the um, and looking at Black Series, the 2014 speeder bike, newly tooled speeder bike, newly tooled Scout Trooper was 40 bucks. Uh, they repacked it six years later. The only new tooling was, I guess, a new flight stand and or maybe it was a repacked flight stand and um, the Grogu in the satchel. New paint, new wash. It was only $10 more. It was $50. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, now that thing is a hot commodity. I didn't realize that that was so hard to get. Oh, geez. But so, so you know, bucks. Wow. removing a $20, $25 figure, that ship was, you know, 20 bucks in 2014 without the figure, if you include that, if you, you know, and then 25 ish in 2020. So, but if you, th- I, so that's what I, sort of what I'm basing it on when I say that, you know, I think small vehicles could theoretically be around that price. Yeah. Uh, if throwing a figure, obviously it's going to be a little more. I'm hoping. I don't know. I'm worried it'll be like forty bucks with the with the Scout Trooper, even if it's only a partial retool, or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I think guess we'll see. I yeah. I mean, if it's too high, then too it, it will be. You know, there'll be too many people that won't buy into it. I think that's the, yeah. the bottom line, and and that's the danger with vehicles. We've had all along is that when vehicles don't sell, when they sit there, and when they hit clearance, then that's when Hasbro look at them and worry. So I'm not saying everyone should rush out and buy it, and you know we need to but we do need to support these things and if mm-hmm. if if it's but hasbro have got to work with us haven't they they can't yeah they can't expect us to just buy anything at any price or expect everyone to you know us idiots would um but yeah not, they can expect, the they can not, expect not, me not, to do that yeah so i can tell you i gotta tell you right now consensus. i my <laughs> one of everything self i canceled my pre-order for uh the slave one repack right. uh, oh really I just cannot justify it. I, I might end up reordering it, but right now, the more I look at it, I'm just like, dude. It, it, yeah, it's a lot. I'm, I, I, I'm having a hard time with that. I mean, I ordered it. I, I obviously, I, I will keep it. I, you know, I'm not going to get rid of it, but I, I'm packing stuff here. I've pulled, you know, a Django Fett Slave one out of a box. I've pulled a Boba Fett Slave one out yeah. of the box. Then another one out of the box. And yeah. I'm kind of like... <laughs> I've got one on order. I've got another one coming, you know, and I don't even know where I'm putting those three at the moment. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah. No. And I think I, I appreciate that they, you know, they got to get these things out for new collectors and that's mm-hmm. something I, I do like to see. Um, but when they, one thing they talked about in the blue milk book, I think Daryl DePriest was talking about it. He was like, when we do a multi-pack or, you know, a vehicle or something, it either has to be all, all new or nothing new. Cause it's going right. to annoy existing collectors. If there's 
one new figure and you know five old ones in a multi pack or whatever. It's exactly or, what they did now. Yeah, yeah. new exact, figure, yeah, they, old they, ship. They, they've lost sight of that. They've really lost sight of that. And especially, it is, we've said before, and especially stings that we just had the slave one two years ago or a year ago. Yeah, depending on when. It's so been it's in rotation not, for two years. So yes, well, so it's not and like, it's still sitting the, in some stores. I know Zavi, where I got mine really? from, literally just discounted the. Yeah, uh, GameStop was trying to give them away for a while. So yeah, and there hasn't. There's only been like one or two other vehicles in between those releases so it's a little bit like oh my god we just got this um i don't know at least give us some other kind of repaint but anyway listen to our last episode if you want to hear more about that yeah but as you mentioned yeah and i said because the kenner line did have the speeder bike package so my guess is that for the 40th they'll just copy that yeah which like i said it was kind of it looks like the deluxe where it's like a box with sort of a card back thing on the back Mm -hmm. um but I don't know how that'll look with the Scout Trooper, if it'll be on the card or not or what. But that would be something I would love to see um, extended to other vehicles. The Blurg is kind of the other main one. We always talked about the speeder bike for years. Remnant speeder bike, easy repaint right off, right out of the gate. Yeah. Um, I'll buy a bunch for, uh, you know, all the multiple scenes where they appear. Well, Please don't put a Grogu or an I- yeah. like, put a Grogu and IG-11 in one version, but not the that only be version exclusive you make, version. That could be the exclusive, <laughs> like the Walmart yes, exclusive yes. is, you know, get it with the IG-11 and... With special deco and a Grogu and a satchel. Because um, I want I want multiples of them, but I you know yeah. poor Grogu, I can only see him get punched in the head so many times in that bag. But yeah, well, breaks it, my heart. You know, talking about the price point with like the speeders, and I think that that's one of those where it's like Hasbro. I know you're not going to listen to me. I'm just some dude, but it's like put it at a price point that's not absurd because that is something that people are going to want to buy multiples of. That's something that has been asked for and spe- like just specifically asked for, and it's got so much you know, repackability, as we've been saying multiple times, they'll be able to recoup their losses on that one real quick, especially if it's something that's sitting on store shelves and it has a price that people that can, they can look at it and be like, oh, cool, I'll pick that up. As opposed yeah. to like, Jesus, $65? No. Uh, and that, for clearance on that one, like they always do with the vehicles. Yeah, and I think that's why, if I had to hazard a guess, I think that's why people are so excited about, you know, um, Micro Galaxy Squadron and even Mission Fleet, is the price points on those are not egregious. You're getting, you know, of course they're smaller, duh, it's apples to oranges comparison, but just in terms of what, you know, value for dollar is mostly there. Uh, especially with the action yeah. stuff. I've been surprised by some of the prices for those being as quote unquote low as they are. Um, I, I I just, I think that's part of it is you're able to walk in and that's, what's been tempting me every time I walk into a toy store or a toy aisle right now is I could pick that up right now. Uh, it's, it's, yeah. it's affordable, but I can't get into that right now. Uh, <laughs> I have no space. Yeah. But, yeah. but I, you know, if the speeder bike is, if, if there's a line of vehicles priced reasonably and it's like the speeder bike, things that you could buy multiples of, good God, that would pay for, pay for, and you know, an all, another all new sculpt in that line. If, even if you did a bunch of repacks. So I don't know. Yeah. I, I worry. I hope they don't get a little greedy with that. Uh, I understand that these things cost money, but also understand that, when things hit a certain price point, you're going to hemorrhage your your uh, consumer base. So when I see Sagarera on shelves for like forty five dollars at some targets, I'm like, oh my god! Or a twenty eight dollar Jawa repack. Not a single one yeah, of those yeah. is sold at my Target still. Yeah. That's not sustainable. So it will be yeah. interesting to see what the speeder bike costs. Um, yeah, yeah. That, wait, there was so much more to get. Yeah, <laughs> I have some. Yeah, yeah. Crazy dream items. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. You know, what are what are some items that you'd maybe like to see in terms of, you know, a repacked item or a, an all new one? Um, 
or, you know, because we talked about Haslabs, so just things that you think would be neat as repacks or things that would be viable as a new uh, small vehicle or something. Well, for small vehicles, I'll go first. Please. Um, it's kind of a weird, obscure one, but I love the weird and obscure, so of course I'm going to pick this. It's from Empire Strikes Back, the Echo Base Ice Cutter Sled. Uh, there's a, f- a photo of Mark Hamill on set um, where he's kind of like posing with a little ship. It's like it was built. There was a Twitter thread about this at some point in the last year or so, but it's like a very weird, barely visible. I think it might be in the movie, um, but it was like built around an actual little vehicle in real life, like a little I don't, a ski do on land. I don't know what you'd even call it. Uh, Sn- uh, an ice version of it. Snowmobile. <laughs> I'm tired, guys. It's a snowmobile. Welcome back. It's a sea on land. <laughs> a snow, a snowdew, maybe. A snowmobile. Yeah, it's basically a built around a snowmobile, but it looks sort of like the, you know, there's also the Hoth transport. That's kind of the version of the Yavin transport or the Imperial shuttle sort of thing. Um, it's like a smaller version of that, which I do also want the uh, Hoth uh, Rebel shuttle. Um, but I think you could, I don't know, repack that a couple different ways. Put a Luke in there. Put, you know, a different uh, Hoth Trooper in there with a new head. I don't know. That's that's one of my picks. I mean, um, we are going to be lousy uh, with Hoth Troopers right now, so. That's true. That's true. Um, I have a few other ones, but I want to hear some of your guys' picks first. Yeah. Lewis? So in terms of a dream item, we're talking so smaller ones? or I mean, I, I would like to see the speeder that sits outside the cantina. And I can never remember the name of the yes. thing. The white sort of ball-shaped, you know, speeder. Yep. Um John, if you remember the name of it off the top of your head. It's an, that was just in the Lego Ubrick. set, uh, right? I, it was, oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. They've just yeah, bought it out. I mean, you see, uh, you, there's customizers out there that have made them actually, and um, it's quite a nice little piece. But again, if you've sort of got that diorama and, you know, if we ever did see a cantina, it would be great just to fill out that space, I think. Yep. Uh, I think it's the, without looking it up, I think it's the Ubrickian 9001. I'll tell you word for it. Yeah, no, it is 9001, yeah. yeah. Because it's the, it's a, I think, I thought there was another ship. That, uh, it's Kubrick, Ubrickian, they called it, um, and then 2001, but it's HAL 9000, 9001. <laughs> yeah. It's 2001. It's a whole thing. I don't know. Some Kubrick reference, but... Oh, artists. Yeah. Uh, oh, expanding the universe people, naming stuff, really annoying names that are hard to remember. <laughs> but I know what you mean. And yeah, it's such an iconic little, yeah. weird, original Star Wars-y thing. That's another one I want to see. Yeah. Um, one from I'll go again. Damn it! Sorry, Evan. I'm skipping you. No, please <laughs> skip me. Because I, I was just going to mention beasts like the Blurk or an EOP or something. Yeah, but simple. Yeah, I didn't mention beasts because I, I don't know. I guess they're vehicles. I don't know. Yeah. I had the Ori with Ori with execution cart. We talked about that previously on the Attack at the Clones episode. But another prequel item I, I have wanted for so long, and I almost pulled the trigger on multiple Lego versions. And I know it was almost coming out in the 2012 3D line, but never quite made it out. Is the Bongo. Yes. Yeah, you may be asking, Master, what's a bongo? It's a transport, I hope. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it's one of the first moments, if you watch Star Wars in chronological order, it's one of the first moments we see, uh, one of the first action beats. Um, it's just such a weird, cool design. I love that the Gungans live in an Art Nouveau city. I, You know, I have even more appreciation for it after <laughs> seeing uh, in France, of course. <laughs> expected some Gungans to be walking around. So How worldly are you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> How wooed, you could even say. <sighs> but, you know, it's a ship that has Jar Jar in it. It's a ship that, uh, you know, we've only gotten one of the creatures over two decades ago. I don't expect it yeah. ever. But, you know, maybe for TPM 40, we'll be we'll be seeing it. But that is perhaps my number one most wanted dream vehicle that's never going to happen. Right next to mm. Kitster and Wald can fly it on some of their adventures. 
Um, <laughs> do you guys have any uh, vehicle repacks or repaints that you'd like to see? Uh, for example, I know, um, you know, a, re- a repaint of the Republic gunship is something that people seem pretty receptive to the idea of. Uh, I would like to see that again. I know we saw it in TVC in what year was that? 2012, 2011? 13. It was one of the ones that was like after the line really ended, but okay. it was still exclusive. Yeah, I, just, no, I don't have one of those. I'll definitely love to see it. Really? Yeah, back. for sure. I'm, Lewis, uh, I swear so to God, I will get you a gunship nah, one no, of these no, days. No, <laughs> and also, I mean, the, the turbo tank is uh, yeah. is another one, which I think, yeah. you know, we're probably never going to see the juggernaut from the Mandalorian. I, I can't see them ever doing that. Just one, because it's so big and two, you know, it doesn't probably have enough around it i know we've got the characters but that juggernaut is a good stand-in for that i think yeah and uh i think a lot of people would take that again you know to put with their dinjarin and their mix mayfield um just yeah flesh out a scene i uh i would also love to just throw out there i, I know I've, this is another thing i've mentioned many times you guys are probably all sick of me repeating myself every episode about like everything is the same um but the uh, Ada two Jedi starfighters, I can't get enough of those. I really, I'd love to at least see them do Anakin. So we have both Anakin and Obi Wan's uh, Jedi starfighters in TVC. Yeah. Um, I just, I love, I love that vehicle. It's an old sculpt at this point, but you know, the 2005 mold or 2004 was when they did it. Um, I, I think it's a great vehicle. I would love to see it with some modern deco. Uh, I'd love to see some more wacky versions of it. I'd love to see Ahsoka's version. I would love to see, mm-hmm. you know, uh, even I'd love to see them do Darth Vader's again, even though it's not necessarily it canon. But take up too much space either. Actually, it's quite a nice compact little ship, isn't it? Yeah, it doesn't take up much space. It's a vehicle that gets a lot of screen time, a lot of interaction throughout. You know, a lot of the prequel media. It's just such a cool vehicle, man. I love that vehicle. And it's, uh, and even, yeah. even the Delta seven, uh, Delta seven, a Delta seven B there's so many fun variations they can do where it literally is at a certain point. They're, they're only paying for the pain apps and it's, um, I don't know. I mean, they really did so many of those back in the day. They did, um, but I would, I'd love to see them kick the dust off that. And even cause a lot of those are commanding pretty high value. I mean, uh, the Vader one is expensive. I know I got a Mace one for like 60 bucks, but it was not bad, but you know, not my favorite paying $60 for it, which is, I'm sure we'd pay that now more than that now. Yeah. But, and I think I like that ship. I think, you know, the, a, a modern version would be better. Of course, that there's a, the astromech droid that is only as a sticker on the front. Yeah. It just things that people would balk at, I think, in yeah. modern TVC. I guess they could just... I'd like to it, see them. The droid comes out, they could just leave the droid out or whatever. Yeah. I'd, I'd like to see them, right. you know, do make a couple tweaks to it, maybe add a couple sure. extra details to the cockpit, uh, and then, you know, re- redesign that part of the of where the droid insert is and yeah. redesign that. And then that way, you know, of course, that's some sculpting dollar. That's some, you know, sculpting and tooling that they have to pay for. But if they released it, you know, four different times... Uh, within a really close amount of time just with different paint uh, paint deco yeah uh, that would be that would be great i mentioned before ahsoka's version um sessi tin flies a green one in uh, the micro series with a yellow droid that we've never seen there's a whole bunch of them we still need kit fisto's astromech damn it um <laughs> the clone i mentioned it before but i'm never going to stop mentioning it i got astromechs in the brain after disney again yeah but uh yeah there's a few more they can do there and with new weathering it'd be awesome they had all the um those stickers the uh Battle damage stickers that you can kind of put on wherever. Yeah. So no two uh, Ada twos are the same. But um, God, I love that vehicle. <laughs> it's great for, for repacks. I guess I mentioned the ones I wanted. You know, a, a repaint of the snow speeder. I'll just say it again. Mm-hmm. Um, cloud car would be a cool repack. Uh, I, I'd buy another one, but a couple more. 
Um, and just just going back to new one or newer vehicles, sorry. Yeah. Um, Imperial dropship of some description. I would love to see. I mean, again, we've seen them in the sequels. Uh, I don't think they're all exactly the same. We've seen them in the Mandalorian. I know this one Tyler would yeah. definitely go for. Um, but we, yeah. they seem to have featured quite heavily in recent media. And mm-hmm. again, I think a dropship where, you know, anyone who, who troop builds, you know, you can pack your troops out and have them coming down the ramp. I think it'd be really cool. We have an yeah, insane amount of Imperial troops now too. It's uh, yeah. definitive, amazing Imperial troops yeah. would be begging to yeah. come out of one of those. Yeah, can now that we're finally getting uh, Tython Boba Fett or the Nomad Boba Fett with the Slave One, why not, yeah. uh, you know. We'd be able to do that whole episode. Do that Yeah, exactly. Or Dark Troopers, yeah. Yeah. Need the the uh, version of Boba Fett when he gets his armor on for the first time. That'll be eight thousand dollars with the deco. Yeah, they'll but they'll, they'll, uh, awesome. <laughs> they'll put that in the next re-release of the uh, Slave One, and yeah. uh, that'll be three, it'll be three hundred ninety three hundred ninety four ninety nine is what that's going to be yes. probably. Oh my god! So, god. But uh, yeah, the one the uh, Force Awakens one it is a cool scene at the very beginning. It's kind of just a gray box, similar to how the um, Saint Collar is just a big brown box, not the most exciting vehicle design. But yeah. it is cool. The the Mandalorian, the Imperial version, added some more stuff on the back, more engines, uh, more pronounced stuff. Um, so yeah, I think that'd be cool. Um, one sequel ship that I do want, another small one, is the Treadspeeder. I've said it before. Yeah. But uh, that was yeah, made as cool. a uh, Galaxy of Adventures five inch scale vehicle, the only Galaxy of Adventures five inch scale vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, and it did not sell that well. But I I really want to see it. I really want to see the Jet Trooper to go with it. Um, they fly now. Not even they, mm-hmm. they fly now. <laughs> yeah, I mean it didn't sell well, but I think most of the people who did buy it were three point seven five collectors who were trying yeah. to force their figures to suit the scale because it was kind of close, looked a bit too oversized. But yeah, yeah, yeah I think um, scale that down and that would sell definitely. Yeah, um, I'm not expecting the the skiffs that they drive, that the heroes drive in that scene ever. But no. you know, tread speed would be close enough. Um, one of the Rise of Skywalker vehicle I want is the Sith TIE Fighter, which is pretty dope. It looks like it's got little Doritos for wings. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I thought that was a fun design. You barely see it in the movie, but uh, it was, it was kind of cool. You barely see the Sith they Troopers make, in the movie, and they made those. You <laughs> could barely see anything on Exegol, but yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's all washed out blue and dark shadows. So. Yes, but... Um, and then uh, one last vehicle I'll say that I really want that appears a lot in the animation is the police gunship. It was on Coruscant in Season 5. I think it was actually designed for the 1313 game or maybe the Underworld show, but it appears on 1313. It's tracking Ahsoka in, at the end of season five, and then it reappears with Tarkin in Rebels and appears throughout Rebels a little bit. I don't know if you guys can even picture it, but it has like some kind of angular wings kind of hanging off the side. Yeah. It looks yeah. sort of sim- it's similar to a Republic gunship. Why have we not, not talked the most about iconic thing? Krennic's ship either, his shuttle. Because well, that's a U wing. Yeah, these, <laughs> these are all. I'm yeah, just thinking all, of things that would be rad, but yeah. Those are all Tyler's list. I think yeah. just they're <laughs> so big. Yeah. Um, that I'm not really expecting any of the giant shuttles. Which again, it's like it's for one figure to ride on. It's I mean, they take up so much space. The other one, isn't it? I'm yeah, the havoc. 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 We haven't got them yet. So what I'm gathering yeah. is I should yeah. pack up my dreams of getting whatever that ship was that Rokin's <laughs> flying them all in. Uh, 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 Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi that they're in that a lot of scenes take place in. I should just go ahead and stuff that dream deep down and yeah, let it die. No chance. Yeah. We're going to get all the random background Jabib, the Jabim humans from central casting that, uh, yeah, we're going to get 
but we won't get we won't get roken we won't get leia (laughs) we won't get uh tala as a as a random sort of smaller vehicle you've got that little transport that freck drove you know like the imperial um, yeah transfer imperial transporter would you call it I, I, but that, that'd be the quite a trucker car yeah yeah, yeah. but <laughs> you know again if, if you've got your troops you can load them in the back it, it's going to be a nice little small vehicle but i just think it's probably so yeah. obscure it, you know what chance have we got of getting it yeah yeah the other vehicle of course we talked about it before but that we need it was uh of course obviously awesome in book of boba fett if it's not on their radar they gotta they gotta figure it out it's the in one mando's in one obviously that's mm-hmm. the big one right now yeah we know it's coming back in mandalorian uh maybe it'll coincide with season eight of mandalorian down yeah, the line after it's been point. destroyed for four seasons <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah whatever a, they got to do yeah i'm sure they'll announce it whenever that's destroyed in the show so yeah i'd at least like a uh, another repack as you mentioned would be the 2012 naboo starfighter which is great it was really hard to get um i got i got a couple of them though when they blew out that line as uh, the Shadows of the Dark Side line, like I think I've mentioned it before, but yeah, it was great. Did you guys get that? Was it easier to find overseas? I can't remember. No, I've got the older ones. No, I've, I've, I've only got the older ones. I think the newer one, it may have been. I, I, it was sort of one of those things that I looked at and just kind of, oh, I've got one. I, I don't know. I didn't really appreciate perhaps yeah. how much better it was. Um, yeah. My own stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> you always Probably. buy it and then you sell it later if you don't. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy Probably high, sell low. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so first up, uh, Darth Vader's TIE Fighter. Obviously, that was a vehicle that was in the original Kenner line. And I think that that is one of those iconic vehicles that deserves to be brought forward into the vintage collection and have a, a modern. Uh, counterpart a modern interpretation of that original uh release um darth vader's uh tie advanced was in uh rebels in that very famous scene where he descends on top of it uh like a boss (laughs) um and i fully expect that we we may see uh his tie advanced in live action uh in upcoming media potentially soon um i'm kind of surprised and uh honestly that we didn't see it in kenobi but it is what it is um but i do think that that should be brought into the vintage collection with a brand new sculpt uh i think people would go nuts for that and it would it would sell very well i think it's long past time for a new sculpt uh for the tie advanced um for the sand crawler uh the disney parks one doesn't count uh that's not a hasbro product um so right now i have the disney parks sand crawler in my collection because that's the best existing sand crawler that we have uh for the 3.75 inch scale as far as i'm concerned right now but that again it's not a hasbro product so there there is no real definitive sand crawler because all the other ones are massively underscaled and uh, not nearly as detailed as they could be and, you know, as Hasbro is, is capable of. Um, I think that a sand crawler would likely have to be a HasLab item. Um, but as, you know, Tim from Boss Bounty has said many times, they could include or, or make as tiers various things such as uh, the Jawa, you know, gear, the antennas and whatnot up on top as seen in The Mandalorian and uh, the skull up on top as well. Um, there's a lot of 
things that they could do with a sand crawler. Um, but I do think that a modern vintage collection interpretation is one of those things that they should do uh, with the sand crawler. The, uh, the big AT-AT that was released in the Legacy Collection and the Vintage Collection uh, absolutely needs to be re-released 100%. Um, that's one of those things. I mean, I mean they re-released the Millennium Falcon, the big Millennium Falcon, with a price tag of $400. Um, so I see no reason why the AT-AT couldn't also be re-released um, with you know an excellent paint job that they're capable of now to make it look less like a toy and more like a collector's item. Uh, they could retool sort of the uh, the gun cannons in the front to be more realistic style and less like a toy and sort of uh, tweak the AT-AT to be more of a collector's item that, than a toy. Um, so that's definitely a, a viable repack option uh, in the vintage collection. I, I think that people, a lot of people really want the AT-AT to come back. Uh, even if it does have a steep price tag, I think people would pay it. I really do. Um, Darth Vader's Star Destroyer. Um, yeah, so this one would definitely be more of a play set. I recently bought the uh, Star Destroyer bridge from Hole in the Ground, and uh, we're eventually going to try to get him on the podcast to discuss his business and all of the items, uh, the wonderful items that he makes. Um but that that Star Destroyer bridge, I'm very much looking forward to to putting it together. It's awesome. It's absolutely awesome, and it's and it's something that I wish that Hasbro would make. Uh, you know, you can call it the Executor uh, bridge if you if you want to, and then you could also have sort of his uh, meditation chamber in the rear of it, and make it one big uh, playset. Um, it might be so large that it would have to be a Haslab item, but I I absolutely think that people would back that. Um, because that, that would make set for such an awesome diorama that so many figures, uh, would work in, uh, mini rigs on the topic of mini rigs. Uh, I, that, no, thanks. That's, that's not what I need. That's not what I'm looking for. What I need is the speeder bikes and other small vehicles that have appeared in recent media or media in the past, uh, that we still need in the vintage collection and that people have repeatedly called for. I don't see people repeatedly calling for mini rigs. I see some people suggesting that it's an idea. I mean, okay, that doesn't make it a good idea. I, I don't, again, I don't, I don't really think they're necessary personally. Uh, moving on, uh, I see lots of people advocating for a new uh, Y-Wing, absolutely. Let's see. The Imperial Shuttle. Oh, man. This is my uh, <laughs> bread and butter here. The Imperial Shuttle has been released uh, a few times, but it's the mold, the, the, the sculpt goes all the way back to the Kenner days. I mean, when you think about it, that's a really, really, really decades old sculpt. And it's one of the most iconic vehicles from the original trilogy from the Galactic Empire in general um i mean there's so many scenes in the original trilogy and media that came later that features the imperial shuttle it's such a striking gorgeous vehicle uh sleek and elegant and there's so many scenes that you can recreate with the imperial shuttle and the current one 
has some problems. Um, a lot of the the wings are uneven, and yes, you can disassemble it and correct the wings to fold up symmetrically and whatnot. I I've recently had to do that myself. It's kind of a pain in the butt. I feel like you shouldn't have to do that. I also had to correct the uh, the gun turrets on the sides of the wings because they were upside down. Um, the interior sculpt in the cockpit and the rear, uh, you know, the, the hold, if you will, is very uh, simplistic. I mean, there's, there's really nothing to it. Um, it very much on the inside looks like a toy. And I think that uh, that's one of those vehicles that deserves a modern collector level interpretation in the vintage collection. I think it absolutely needs to be in the vintage collection. It probably would have to be a HasLab uh, given the size. And, and if you want to upscale it so that it's, you know, it, it is properly tall enough because as, as it stands right now, when you open the ramp, uh, uh, most figures can't even fit underneath it coming down the ramp. Um, I, I think that that would be a very worthy investment for them to make. And uh, I think people would buy that like crazy. I, I really do. If Even if it was a HasLab, I think it would be backed uh, probably on the first day. I see people, a lot of people consistently asking for the Imperial Shuttle. And it hasn't been offered in 16 years. So the only way you're going to get an Imperial Shuttle these days is through some Facebook group or Marketplace or eBay. I mean, it's all going to be aftermarket. Um, and so I think that yeah, the Imperial Shuttle needs a new uh, modern definitive interpretation that's bigger and detailed and doesn't look like a toy on the inside and isn't a 40-year-old sculptor, however old it is. It's it's pretty old. <laughs> um, HasLab requests, the ghost seems to be a popular ask. Yes, um, I think that the ghost definitely needs to happen. Um, that is one of the most consistently asked for HasLab requests. Um, I think that it would be a very large vehicle, probably about the size of the Millennium Falcon, um, maybe even a little bit larger and probably would have a similar price tag, if not more. Uh, but I do think that people would back it, even if it was four or $500. I, I absolutely think that people would back it. In terms of HasLab's, I think that um, perhaps the Inquisitor shuttle or Director Krennic's shuttle or even uh, Kylo Ren's shuttle, that one's that one's a little bit more um, uh, not sure how people would go for that, but I, I think it's a cool looking shuttle. Even if the media isn't my favorite, I, I would still back that because it's a really cool looking shuttle. Um, and we can just pretend that the First Order is actually cool <laughs> uh but a republic gunship is one that i see asked for a lot people you know the, the existing republic gunship is good um but it could be better it could be more definitive and less toy like a lot of people would like to see a gunship that can carry an atte um so there's a there's a lot of options out there yeah that about wraps it up i guess i'm gonna call it here evan thank you Yeah, I mean, there's there's so much they could do. I don't know. Just get started. Just make more. Just start. Get started. Yep. Speeder bike is a great place to start. That's that was the one we were all moaning about for years. Yeah.
after Mandalorian. I think that's why it was easy to get excited for this kind of conversation about, you know, talking about vehicles is, hey, we're, you know, staring down the barrel of potentially maybe seeing more more vehicles, uh, smaller vehicles, seeing how that fares realistically in terms of, you know, is, is it worth, is the juice worth the squeeze uh, on on the vehicles for Hasbro? Uh, yes. Let's make them, let's make them see that it, it is, I hope. So. And I, yes. I just wonder, just obviously tack on to that, is if they do do larger vehicles, do you think we'll see them as part of this uh, Hasbro Pulse expression line, you know, that the right. throne exactly. room is taken rather than expecting to see them sitting on shelves? I mean, it may well be the only way we're going to get those. Yeah. Yeah. The kind of in between, not quite a HasLab, but still. Still direct to it, consumer. Yeah. yeah. I think, that, yeah, it's a good idea. I think so. If, if the if the playset was considered a success for them, I hope, hopefully we'll see more of that uh, expression. Whatever works. I mean, if, you know, if retailers only want tiny vehicles, then I don't know. They got to figure something out. So hopefully <laughs> they can, that is a way to They can to, sell us vehicles uh, piece by piece. They'll, it'll be like a build a vehicle line, but uh, each <laughs> yeah. wave will come with uh, little tiny pieces. Uh, <laughs> That you build a larger ship for after so two we've years got the tentative corridor. When do we get the rest of the ship then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that will be in time for the uh, A New Hope um, 120th anniversary. So, <laughs> yeah. I'll be there. Well, I'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all gonna look at us. We're so healthy and loved. We're gonna be around forever. Uh, <laughs> uh, we'll be able to afford it. Uh, all yeah. right, gang. Any final thoughts on that? Other than we just want vehicles, let's let's do it. Uh, no, sorry for being so jet lagged. I am very tired. No apologies. Yeah, I'm forgetting what a. What I'm a, not jet lagged. I'm just tired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired too. This is what I, I'm readjusting the lifestyle change of working uh, normal uh, weekday or yeah weekdays and then weekends are actually free time. Yeah. So what is that? You know, yeah. uh, happens. But now I'll be able to afford even more fun stuff. Yippee! Yeah. Uh, they should That's never have employed me in the theory. first place. <laughs> You're gonna run yeah. back out and all of that. Uh, slave one again aren't you yeah 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 i think what my first payday is tuesday so i'll just be like yeah you know i'll just reorder that piece of junk call it good. that extra dirt is really worth it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. Woo. all right gang well i think that does it for this episode yeah good. neat um i'm sure i'll find a place to put tyler's moaning about uh slave one and uh the uh Imperial shuttle somewhere in I there. If uh, hopefully he records that so we can do that five minutes after we stop recording, I'm going to smack my forehead and remember some vehicle that I've wanted for, Hey, you almost forgot the Millennium Falcon. Uh, I was playing as well when you said repaint. Yeah. I was thinking, Oh, my brain just wasn't going anywhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I get you. What's already out stuff. there. So, yeah. All right. Um, as always, uh, listeners out there, if you enjoyed the show at all, please do us a favor and go to the link in our link tree on Instagram at SWTVC and do the rate and review of the podcast that does kind of help us out with the algorithm and with our statistics. Uh, you know, it's always nice to get feedback to and engage with you guys and never hesitate to reach out on Instagram or anything either. If you just want to talk with us about stuff, um, Next time we do one of these, I forgot for this episode, but I will put a uh, I'll put a thing in the story again because I really loved going through uh, community questions and answering those to the best or jokiest of our abilities and seeing how those go. So yeah, I think that'll do it there. Um, as always, gang, balance the scales, Hasbro. Keep three seven five alive. Finish the ninety six, and may the force be with you. <laughs>